Hey guys, Sean Hayes here. Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and I had a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to sit down with not one, not two, but three presidents of the United States on our recent episode of Smartless. That's because President Biden, a returning guest, brought two of his favorite pals, former Presidents Bill Clinton and Barack Obama, all joined us for unforgettable conversation. It's a historic episode of Smartless as we pry into the minds of these remarkable leaders. We'll cover everything from their time in office, America's responsibilities in the world, and their personal passions in an episode full of some candid stories, insightful perspectives, and a few surprises along the way. Whether you're a political junkie or just curious about the inner workings of the Oval Office, this episode is a must listen. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to hear from three of the most influential figures in recent American history. Follow Smartless on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also listen to Smartless ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. one quote this week oh great I feel like you should be able to get it just based off this one line are you ready okay somebody stop me that's the mask (laughs) okay you did get it I mean that was incredibly you're gonna go with two other quotes from the mask that were harder than that no, actually. You said, okay. Me and my brother used to say that to each other all the time after that movie came. Like, anytime we did anything, we'd be like, somebody stop me. The mask always made me very uncomfortable. Actually, to this day, I think it still gives me I mean, there, I, so I went back and watched it a few days ago. That's why it was on my mind. Uh-oh. And I realized the sexual innuendos in this movie, uh, <laughs> there's a lot. Like, there's a lot that that went over my head the adult yeah. shit in general the the yeah the grown nigga content definitely went over my I head I know it parodied it parodied a lot of like old cartoons mm-hmm. and and stuff like that and innuendo in those cartoons yes. and shit <laughs> it was just yeah, I always <laughs> thought the mask was was weird, but I loved that movie. I like Jim Carrey, honestly. Most of the stuff he's done, I'm a fan of. Yeah, so. he's very talented. I also heard he's really problematic, but I don't oh know. no, I haven't done too much. Research. Well, there was that thing about his ex girlfriend when she died. People I think felt it was like that. maybe he influenced her to commit suicide. I think it was something along those lines. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? Be. Don't quote yeah. me because well, I didn't really read not, the facts. Right? Okay. Well, anyway, congratulations to you. Thanks. You're welcome. Well, guys, welcome back to another episode of The Read. I am Behold Shubley. I'm Stacey Adams. I'm sorry, who? This is The Read. Yay. You're whom? Behold Shubley. Is that a type of wine? Sure. It's actually Billy Porter's character on the new season of American Horror Story. Oh! Oh, you know how I am about... You know how I am about... um, American Horror Story. That is just... Two things. A, this last episode... <sighs> okay, no, I need an adult to come watch it. was so me. great because we got... I mean, I won't spoil anything, but... 
really great. Okay. In terms of people who are a fan of the franchise. I'm going to have to go Lots back and of look callbacks, great moments. But then, like, the second half of it, and I was watching this, like, late, late, late at night in the room by myself, and... I said a very uh, impassioned prayer afterwards. <laughs> this season is not anywhere near saved. This oh, season okay, is that. like nope, nope. everything that you, if like if your parents were like the type that didn't let you read Harry Potter or go see the movies Just or, you know, you went to Hallelujah Wing, <laughs> like this is every, every single thing that they hate about that type of fiction. <laughs> completely like I was like (laughs) Jesus like come into the room I was rebuking lines no okay no from the show I was like oh not in my house Jesus is Christ the king Mm -mm. but on another note, okay. shout the fuck out to Billy Porter. Like, I've always wanted to be yes. a, a black witch on anything. Or not even just a witch. I've always just wanted to be in a show or film where I could just flick my wrist and make niggas fly across the fucking room. Lord, Lord. So just yeah, seeing one of us. I'm definitely going to need somebody to come watch it with me because I can't look it at it by myself. It is not of God. Yeah. It is just... So, no, thank you. Not <laughs> any, like, wow. I just realized I said <laughs> Stacey Adams instead of Stacey Abrams. <laughs> you one, did. one nigga thing. I did. And when you said it at first, I was like, wait, wait um, okay. <laughs> I didn't even process you why it was wrong. I just was like, oh, okay. <laughs> My bad. Anyway, yes, go vote, niggas. Um, so... This week in Black Excellence. So, uh, uh, anybody who pays any attention to me and my foolishness knows that I know very nothing, very much nothing about sports. Um, I was introduced to Marshawn Lynch through um, the chicken wing in the sock. Wow. Um, story. Damn. That's how I knew who he was. <laughs> okay. Well, and I, right. I, I saw myself in him. Mm-hmm. And I've been connected ever since. Yes. Um, one of my favorite episodes of Conan O'Brien's Clueless Gamer, which is just a segment that he does where he plays games because he knows nothing about them with one of his like I don't know if that guy is like a PA one of the guys who works on the set who's like a huge video game fan so he like riffs on him and like makes fun of how video games are ridiculous and shit and then he'll have like guests so one time he played Mortal Kombat the actually when we did the green experiment that Mortal Kombat game that we played Mm -hmm. it was that same one Marshawn Lynch another football player he was Caucasian don't know who he was and Conan (laughs) O'Brien like you actually (laughs) y'all go and find this video and watch it it's just Marshawn Lynch is entertaining anyway he is he's very funny too uh who oh is that Rob that's Gronk oh there you (laughs) go Rob Gronkowski sure well how do you not know who that is because I don't care okay no you're right um so Marshawn Lynch is uh, a, an athlete, an entertainer, and also a philanthropist. Mm-hmm. I had no idea that he does so much giving back um, and has been for such a long time. One of his latest efforts that I just read about today, did you know that he has his own cell phone service on Sprint's network what? called Beast Mobile? Oh my God. And through this cell phone service, he's providing 3,000 free smartphones to homeless people in Oakland and Seattle areas with three months of free service, right? So he's got a foundation called Lynch's Fam First Family Foundation, which is uh, meant to empower children in the Bay Area. I believe he's from Oakland. Right. Um, So through this, they've got this program, Phones for the Homeless. Oh, wow. 
And so I read like um, it says here, Lay Hunt. And mobile industry veteran said we're giving people the opportunity to get free cell phone service every month by engaging in targeted advertising from their device. Oh. If someone doesn't care to engage in advertising that month, they can pay $24, which still undercuts most prepaid plans and is significantly lower than big carrier postpaid plans. The idea is to reward subscribers for doing things they're already doing on their phone, like downloading apps, shopping online, watching videos, etc. So that to me means that they have ads that pop up through all of these things or whatever and you deal with the ads you don't pay for the service right. you don't want to you find a way to come up with $24 so you ain't got to either way you got a phone right. that I mean honestly service. for free I might just play your little bullshit games and watch your little funky ass ads cool like <laughs> right. alright you know what I'm right. saying like, right I'm not so, mad I just thought that was really well, cool yeah. look at you know I really love to see rich and famous athletes and people who don't normally work in like philanthropy do stuff like this although like you said he is no stranger to like being generous and that sort of thing I just didn't even know you could do something like this me the fuck neither (laughs) I'm looking at the website like wait it's I think you have to have an Android. I don't think you can do it on iPhone. No, probably not. But it gets free. But these plans start at $4 a month. Now, that's for zero data. But if you're not trying to get on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and you just want to talk and text, $4 a month? You can't beat that with a stick. Okay. Shout out to you, Marshawn. Plus, they had an event, a grand opening with free barbecue. Uh, of course <laughs> just like a real nigga <laughs> just everything about this I'm a fan of oh wait no you can't have an I- iPhone with this boy alright can I oh no it only works on the west coast I was about to say can I switch <laughs> but no <laughs> just kidding <laughs> anyway shout out to Marshawn Lynch I thought that was a really cool story yeah also shout out to because of them we can love your website go check check them out if you want to keep up with um black people doing dope things week long yeah, or week round hey y'all this podcast is brought to you by squarespace finding a work-life balance can be tough okay if anybody knows i know but squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate if you don't know squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online you can use squarespace to create a website engage with your audience and sell anything from products to your time all in one place With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. 
Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Um. All right. So, into the mess this week in a segment that is called Hot Tops and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Bottom. <laughs> okay. Up first, again, <laughs> in the vein of sports, know nothing about them. Can't wait. Little to, to nothing. Can't wait to hear this this word. What I do know a lot about is nigga fighting, <laughs> and so what I would like to touch on is um. Oh Lord. Ra Ra Rahan Ra Ra yep. Ray Rahan. I actually just want to hear you sound it out. Ra Rahan Rajan <laughs> Rajan. <laughs> I actually think it is Rajan. Rajan Rajan. Or is it Rajan? I might that just. Ooh, Rajan! It's Rajan. Bitch, you know it's Rajan. Rajan or Rajan? It's Rajan. <laughs> it's Rajan, and by you know probably, I don't know, sophomore year he was telling people it's Rajan. <laughs> Actually, I'm, I'm mad that I don't already know that. Yeah, I feel like you name. should. He plays for the the Lakers. Well, I'm not a fan of the Lakers, and oh, I okay. barely watch basketball. It's too many fucking games. I only know the Lakers for now having LeBron. How How is your nightlife looking out there, Los Angeles, these days? I'm coming out there on Sunday. Oh, well, you're going to have well, a good time. Well, Saturday, technically. You're so. going to have a good time. What's it looking like out there, the nightlife, now that LeBron is is your sports king? Rajon. Is it Rajon? Really, I would be more excited that Zuri James is living in my city. Hold on, this is Baba, but she go have a fit if I don't answer the phone. Hey, Mama. Oh, this is so great. I'm in the studio. Let me call you back. Hey, Mama, you just want to read and we can hear you. Okay, yeah, you're technically on the show right now, so let me just call you back later. Yeah! Okay, Mama. (laughs) She was like, Coming back for what? We can talk right now. Right, girl, bitch. No, I don't give a fuck about what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. Oh, anyway. you're a little show. Girl, don't nobody even listen to what, what is that? <laughs> That's how they are. They don't I care. I thought I had 90,000 followers on Instagram. She was like, for what? Uh, right. <laughs> Some of them I don't know, actually. My parents get a kick out of Link's followers. Uh, well, Link's Instagram is honestly a thing of beauty. They ask me all this. So how many, how many does the dog have now? <laughs> I just think it's so funny. Like, how many now? Yeah. Anyway, anyway so yes, Rajon Rahun, whatever his name is, Rondo, um, and the Houston Rockets, uh, Chris Paul. That is a name I'm familiar with. Okay. Excuse me. Yes, you do know Chris. Paul. I do know that name. Mm-hmm. Couldn't have told you who he played for, but Houston is the place. Um, they got into quite a bit of a scuffle on the basketball court. They did. Were they in LA? Yeah. Okay. 
So I don't know what was happening prior to this because I wasn't watching this. But <laughs> I actually think this was the night of our show, wasn't it? I think so. So maybe that's why I, mean, I had to I, watch the replays later. I didn't see it. I saw it in the sprinter when we were coming oh, back home. Okay, so yeah, that must have been. So it, it must have happened. During, Damn. Yeah. Anyhow, so I just see this clip with them, you know, in each other's faces and things, and I'm no stranger to, you know, the athletes getting in one another's mugs and and you know fuming yeah. and spewing hypermasculinity at each other through their eye daggers. But usually people keep their hands to themselves because I'm assuming that you can't just um, beat someone's ass yeah. and continue to play basketball. Unless it's malice in the palace. <laughs> remember that? No. Oh, man. I don't know what you're talking about. The Pistons and the... Um, I remember Fade in the Shade. The Pistons and the Pacers. <laughs> no, this... You know what? It don't even matter. Let's just keep going. Okay. Let's just keep going. So, um, Mr. Paul alleges that Rahon spit in his face at one point during their disagreement. And um, at that point, he decided to, Chris, take his index finger and aggressively push it. I would say betwixt like the eye <laughs> yeah. and the nasal bridge yeah. in that area. Like, like a mush of the nasal cavity. I think that's also a pressure point. So, you know, that's just not where you want a foreign yeah. object, no. especially someone's finger. Why are, we, why are we mushing our own? I don't know. I think I was testing it. <laughs> um... So, you know, at that point, all bets are off. If you're a grown-ass adult and somebody does that to you, I feel like at that point, it means we fight. So. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) There was just no denying. At that point, you know, uh, Rahon, he did what he had to do. Clyde Chris dead in his motherfucking face. Now, I saw several (laughs) slow motion um, clips from this. I do think that Chris caught an uppercut at one point as LeBron and the rest of the gang uh, tried to separate them. Some other nigga hopped in and was like, not not my dog. I don't know who, like, (laughs) uh, one of the other niggas also got ejected, I think, for jumping in. I don't remember. Mm. I I don't know names. I know LeBron was there. I know Chris Paul is there because y'all telling me. I know Rahul. Rahul. Yes. Um, I guess that's really all you need to know. Is that? Is this? Who was? Oh, I know this nigga with the beard. I know this this person. His name is. Don't do that. You do know who that is. Fear uh, the beard. It's no, his name. You do know his name. If you tell me his name, I'll re- recognize. He used to it. play for Oklahoma City. That means nothing to me. <laughs> like, I don't... If you say his name, I'll, I'll know He used it. to date a Kardashian? He did? Yeah. Shout out to that nigga for making it out alive. He's Chloe, still in the game? Actually. Really? Yeah. His name is James... Harden! Oh, right now! Look at me. I know things <laughs> about sports. I only watch... Well, so I didn't watch the I'm whole I'm technically Jamel Hill. Oh. <laughs> I didn't watch the whole clip like over and over, but I did watch the close up to see if uh, Ray Jean did spit on Chris Paul. And I feel yeah, like Yeah, we watched was... it together. Oh, okay, yeah. So I do feel like it was some spit coming out of his mouth, but I don't know that he did it on purpose. Yeah, I, it didn't look like, you know, I'm spitting in your face. Right, it wasn't like when Pumpkin spit in New York. In New York. <laughs> that was a loogie. <laughs> like, right. 
That was. And she was about to die for it. And it would <laughs> have <so>. been deserved. <laughs> Everybody wanted for Pumpkin to get her ass whooped. Oh my God, if Tiffany had got her hands on that white girl. <laughs> you remember that reunion where Tiffany oh, yes. threw when that whole ass three, furniture? Two, one. <laughs> she picked up that whole prop and tossed it. Lala was like, just get me out of here. Right. Get me out of here. Oh, that is what Lala was hosting all the ratchet mm-hmm. reunions. And they brought her back for the next one. And then she, that, her buck t- wild right. she tossed that shoe. Like, Lala no, was like, you know what? I'm done. I'm not doing this fuck shit with y'all it. bitches no more. Woo, man. This is one of the ball children. Ball children? One of the ball. Is that Isn't not that one Steph of the Curry? ball children? Oh, no. Steph Curry don't play for this team. Who am I looking at? This light-skinned person. That's not a. That's not one of the, the balls? That's not a oh, ball? Oh, ball. You meant... <laughs> Like LeVar Ball. Whatever. <laughs> I thought you meant like a ball boy. I'm like, that is not no damn. <laughs> no, that he doesn't. That's not one of his kids. Uh, probably does LeVar Ball have a child who plays for the Lakers? I thought that one of... Lonzo. Oh, is that him? Only one of his, don't only one of his kids play professional that's basketball? That's not Lonzo. Lonzo not that dark. I'm not pointing. I'm pointing at this nigga all the way in the back. Okay, well now that might be him. Yes. I'm not talking about this nigga. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is the one who jumped is. in. I have no idea who she to is. Let me see if day. I find her name. No, to stand up for some motherfucking body. Let's see who she put hands on. I'm gonna just play this. Oh wait. Ooh. The referee almost got hands put on her. Oh, this was a steamy battle. <laughs> no, it was not. <laughs> yes, it was. The same nigga in question literally did the pimp. Like when the pimp comes back what? with the backhand. Yeah. <laughs> Did that to the ref. Let me just look at this. I'm looking at Bounce's Instagram. Oh, Bounce. This is Lakers number... I'm going to answer this question before we move on today. Because now I just want to know. Lakers... What is... Ball, child! Move! You're in the way! What is his number? Number 14 of the Lakers. Who is that? Uh, Who that is? I don't... Brandon Brandon Ingram? Yep. There she go. Is it? Let's see if her name's in the story. Yep. Oh, that is him! Look! Yep. That's his ass. The one with the with the Travis Scott hair. Oh, okay. Oh, wait. Is this a ball child? Oh, uh, what is that Ben Simmons? Look, I don't know these young niggas. I'm going to be real. They just stopped talking about the fight, and now I'm trying to answer a uh, basketball trophy. Anyway, it was a very great fight. Oh, no. Ben Simmons played for the 76ers. <sighs> Either way... I had a great time watching it. This um, alleged spit looked more like a very, like, I'm assuming you sweat. Of course. I don't know what portion of the game this was, um, but just the back and forth running, the lights, perspiration happens. Right. This could have been like a very pronounced P or like a, you know, <laughs> maybe a B. Maybe right. he was like, boy, if you don't, you know, I don't know. It could have been anything or just some of that yeah. upper lip perspiration could just dive into your face. You know what I'm saying? Right. Maybe this was a misunderstanding. And No, it definitely was because I I do feel like, you know, some some moisture came out of I Ray John's mouth. A like a something. tiny little something. A tiny something. And I feel like Chris Paul felt that and instantly got pissed because who wouldn't if you felt like somebody spit in your I face? I mean, anybody. So that's when he did the finger thing and then Ray John was like, I know this little nigga did not just put his what? fucking fingers in my face. <laughs> So then he clocked that nigga, and that's how it, you know, this all blew up. 
As soon as that finger touched him, I said, oh no. In his mind, <laughs> all the lights in that motherfucking arena went out like a Beyonce concert. Yeah. He didn't see nobody but his We're opponent. We're not playing no game. Oh, I'm for like, I play basketball? I forgot. I don't do that. I just saw nope. that I have to beat somebody's ass. That's right. all I processed. Oh, man. Well, um, God bless everyone involved. I heard that the, the their, their ladies got into it too. What? Yes, bitch. I heard that, um, uh, what? Uh, this is what I get for which not one of them is the married. shade room. Right. One of them approached the wife. Oh, no. God, bitch. I need well, to Chris like, pay Paul attention. Is married. Okay. So, Rahon. His um his the lady in his life went up to Chris Paul's wife and they got into an oh argumentative God. moment in the crowd. That's what Sports Illustrated said. Bitch, it was a a battle. Oh my God! So Ray John's girlfriend was sitting behind Jada Paul and LeBron's wife, and Ray John's girlfriend shoved Jada before security came. <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> Don't you ever, bitch. I can't whoop his ass. So I got it with you. I can't. What's her mm. name? Ashley Bachelor? It's like CW's the game. I wonder is this really... It's like hit the floor. Okay. Well, anyway, now you see, look at this rabbit hole you got me down. Yeah, this became mostly trivia and like Googling and things. Incred- I know Savannah was like, I know you bitches better back the fuck Let up. me tell you something. <laughs> I have a lavish I have a lavish luau themed party to throw my baby. Was it a luau theme? What was her party? Oh. I saw LeBron had posted like some he was in his feelings because he had to miss his baby's birthday oh. party. Meanwhile, Zuri was like, um, I get it. See like, you later. This is how I'm rich. Like <laughs> it's cool. We gonna just play Frozen again when I get home. I mean when you get back. Don't worry. It's all good, Daddy. We're I gonna understand. have a good time regardless. It sir. just means that my gift from you has to be even better. Thrice as big. How dare you not be here? Like but I'm waiting on my diamonds. I get, like I stand. You know this. She's so precious. She is so fucking cute. Oh, that's why I watched that damn reboot of the Ti oh, and Tiny superhero. Show, so I could see. Um, she's a little superhero. She got a little mask. So on. I could see uh, Monica's baby. Let me pull up. Oh yeah, I almost want to watch that too, just so I can see Monica. She got such a cute, family. smart mouth. Can we just be? Can we just have Monica? <laughs> That's why I watched it. I, I had to mute T.I. getting on TV lying. It sounded stupid. Oh, oh God. Look at this baby. I just love her. What a, and she looks so proud of herself. I'm like, yes. Yep. It's me, girls. It's me. Yep. My birthday. I'm a superhero. I know you can't tell because I have a mask on. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, it's me. It's very. It's, um, it's, it's me. Very, it's me. Yes. <laughs> oh, I love her. I just love this and this honestly looks like the pre like this is just the party for the yes oh absolutely this isn't even her birthday bash right this is giving just tonight (laughs) (laughs) this is giving just this evening (laughs) like girl uh, so this is her birth this is her like it's your actual (sighs) birthday party and then on the weekend she gonna have the real turn up Uh, I would love to be rich and have a little a little girl I don't even want yeah. kids, but just spoil a little baby. Because her face, uh She just knows she's everything. Man, I love it. I love how this went from uh, black on black crime <laughs> okay, to man. a warm place. <laughs> warm place. We don't really care about them grown niggas oh, fighting. Oh, absolutely not <laughs> in my life. We don't care. I, I was thoroughly it was entertained. interesting, right? It was a great clip. It was a lot of fun. Look, I just couldn't believe that nigga really swung like that on the court. <laughs> 
Oh. Oh well. Um. Everybody involved is still rich, so. Um, okay, so this isn't so great. I'm just going to say to get out of the way. Um, I read today that um, What's-His-Face and Emily B. are married. Um, fabulous. Oh, um, and I news that surprises absolutely nobody that they got married very recently in like some private ceremony or whatever. Uh, fabulous also is on trial for right. beating her ass. Right. So all I will say about this situation <sighs> is um, God bless it, God keep it, and God carry it on. And Emily, you better not have signed anything. Anything. What, what you mean? Because she definitely signed that license. I mean, a prenup. Oh, God. Oh. Sis, truly with all my heart and soul, I hope you didn't. I just... I truly hope you did not. And I hope you and your kids stay safe. Like, I said everything I need to say about Period. that situation. Yeah, when I'm it happened, it. And we said, you know, I'm afraid they did get married so that she can't be forced to testify against him. But... Here we are. And now we... Right. And now this is just abusers be moving in the same patterns, y'all. They really do. Seasons have gone by in love and hip hop where we saw you play. Anyways. Right. And now you want to. Okay. Um, God bless that. Queen Latifah. Yay! So Queen Latifah has had a rumored longtime partner, dancer, choreographer, gorgeous black th- woman. <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't know she and Jeanette Jenkins broke up. Oh, that's the name I recognize. Right. I don't know Ebony Nichols, but I mean, this article that I just found said it's from 2014. So I'm just ultra late. Huh. Her and this girl. Anyways. Right. So um, she, Miss Ebony, has been photographed pregnant, um, leading people to believe Queen Latifah, who is incredibly and admirably private about her personal life, which work queen. Right. Yes, Kadish. Um, leading us to believe that she and Miss Ebony are expecting a baby together. So if this is true, congratulations, Queen. Yay. It's so awesome that someone will be able to say that their mama is Kadish from Living Single. I mean, okay. how awesome. Or they, you know, they daddy teeth. I don't know what she... <laughs> I don't know what kind of pet name she'll have, you know. Maybe mama, who knows? It's all kinds of fun things you could call same-sex parents. Daddy (laughs) Teeth. Daddy Teeth said I can't go. I don't know. I'm just so happy for them. I love seeing positive, (laughs) positive lesbian news. Are you good? Not even Daddy Dana or like, like Daddy and Teeth. I can't. I just, this is beautiful. I love Congratulations. it. Congratulations. I love black love. Me too. And I'm glad that at the very least we can have, you know, the black queer women. Yes. Getting together and, and being examples. Right. Because we've lo- got this. We've got Lena. Yes. You know, yes. We got, we got two now. Hello. Oh, black gay love, bitch. Can't tell us nothing, huh? We on the cover. Us? I don't know what we doing. I don't know because all the gay black dudes like white boys. No shade. I mean, white boys be cute sometimes, but it's just... There's nobody else. I mean, that's fair. You know, I mean, love love is, is love. Yeah, love is love. You know. You're right. I was just like It's just little, nice. Black love is nice. You know, I just crave a little 
celebrity. It's just nice to see. Stable. Yeah. Black on black niggas. I don't blame you. I love seeing Lena Waithe and her girlfriend together. It just makes me feel warm where other people say their hearts are. Oh, like Bay got me a uh, <laughs> uh, spa day before or, a writer's room or, or whatever. Like just what? a picture of her like my incredibly, amazingly talented fiance out here changing the world. You hoes can't touch her. I'm just like... Ugh. See, what love is I... like real, right? It's like people really experience that Wait, emotion. With you can have it. Each other? What? Like, oh, this is your safe place. Another oh, okay. person? Are you sure? <laughs> but yeah, this is beautiful, and I'm very happy for them. This is some good news in the maybe. Uh, Monique needs to date a black week. lesbian. I. I don't have any opinions on what Monique needs to do. <laughs> it's Asante's fault that I watched even part of that damn Love and Hip Hop. This is weird. And you know what? It's I really weird. could not get through all of it. I could it's very not. Strange. When they, Mona had three people I've never seen before arguing with each other in a house, and one girl told the other girl not to argue with her king or something. I oh, that girl whose know. face is shaped like a, a kid's meal box? Okay. <laughs> you remember the McDonald's kid's meal? Yes, nigga. <laughs> it's that shaped like a meal cardboard yeah. house. <laughs> <laughs> she look like like a, a Big Mac box. That little cabin. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't shit. Um. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that show's terrible. It's awful. <laughs> it's so bad. Um. So yeah, congratulations. If uh, any of this is true, I'm sure you want us to mind our business. But we yeah, like and honestly, other celebrities could take a page from Queen Latifah and like minding your business and living your life without. Queen Latifah was like, I gave you, set it off. I did what I had to do. What the fuck more do you want from me? Like, I'm going to mind my business and you can do the same. Like, what I do with Queen Latifah is entertain. I'm out here. I gave you girls trip. I was in Bessie, bitch. Living singles in syndication, (laughs) motherfucker. What the fuck else do you hoes want from me? I entertain. I don't have to tell you bitches nothing. And still is out at the Pride events. Still an ally. And this ain't even touching the albums. This ain't even getting into the This isn't even the... She's done enough. You've given us more than enough, Queen. Thank you so much. Um. So, uh, Cardi B, um, still out here making her music, raising her kid. Mm-hmm. You know, being from the Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> so she just released a song called "Money." Well, not really released it leaked, but I think the song was supposed to come out today since it's. Technically Thursday. Okay. Um, and it leaked maybe the day before yesterday. I don't know. Sometime earlier than it was supposed to. Cardi got on Instagram and says, you know, when you send music into the streaming platforms and places, sometimes people at those platforms can leak it. It happens all of the time. Right. Nobody's a stranger to this. Then she says... You know, the Barb's, they're always posting me. They're always posting everything I do. They claim they hate me, but they really love me. Insinuating that the Barb's took hold of this and made sure to spread it around and leak Although her early thing. Although I don't know thing. why like, you would do How would that? It doesn't hurt her. Help. No, <laughs> it doesn't hurt. It's not. <laughs> so the song came out, what, two days early? Like right. what? It doesn't. And, and even still, like leaking don't mean nothing because that just means her team will push it right on through on streaming. So I didn't even know it leaked. I just. 
people, thought that she decided to leave, right. release it early. I just thought she put it out early. Like, people don't even have to go through a bunch of different channels to find leaked like, music no more. Like, it's just... You just gave her fans a treat. <laughs> thank you so... I hope the carbs turned around and thanked y'all for your generosity and your carbs. hard work. I'll never stop saying that. The carbs is great. It just works. <laughs> it rhymes with barbs. It's just great. I love it. I don't know if they are actually... Like, I feel like they genuinely do dislike her, but I also feel to like... the barbs? I, yeah. I do feel like they, they genuinely do dislike Cardi. However, they don't show it in a way... <clears throat> that backs up the way they really feel. All of those 12-year-olds are different. You know, some of them go about their standing in different ways. And that's like every stand group. Mm -hmm. You know, some of them are really evil. And if their parents or guardians knew half of what they were doing in the name of whoever they stand for, they would be destroyed on spot. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yes. And then some of them are really more focused on just standing for who they stand for, Um, even as very young people. So... I mean, it is what it is. Stand dumb or standing is is like a phenomenon that I don't even... I can't wait to read a really well-done book about it. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, this is... Here's my thing. I feel like at this point with the these two and with anybody else who is not having a great time with another rap artist, I just... I need a term okay. for it. Like... I don't know. If you ain't dissing, get missing. Like, you just put it on a song. So you Just make like, a diss record slogan. or leave me alone. <laughs> I don't care about any of this Instagram live shit. Right. And y'all are constantly, like, right. making subliminal disses back and forth. And we know that it's reference to the other one or whatever. And that's fun and it's spicy. Mm-hmm. But it always leads to somebody hollering on, on Apple Music or, like... <laughs> Instagram live foolishness and like at the end of the day that fizzles out in a couple of days and then we move the fuck on like that's stupid I'm over it just make art out of it or just leave me the fuck they're already saying because there was a video that came out of Cardi B in the studio with Meek uh, like recording some new song I don't know if it's a Meek record featuring Cardi or a Cardi record because I don't even know what this money thing is like is she releasing a new album or re-releasing Invasion of Privacy maybe it might be another album I feel like people I mean that shit just came out right it did just come out but you know I feel like 2018 people are just kind of churning music out and putting it out there and Cardi has said she don't give a fuck about musicianship she is here to make some fucking money and so I love that And you, you know I, the I reason I love the that. I really do. You know the reason I love that because she's standing up in who I see her as as a musician anyway. You know she is like most popular rappers today who don't look at rap as an art form or a creative space. They look at it as a way to make money. So right. that's why all these fucking songs sound the same. That's why most of these niggas can't rap at all, and they get away with it usually if they're men because. And get away with everything right. but Facts. you know what I'm saying like at least she's like bitch all of these criticisms that you're giving me about not writing this are looking like that bitch I don't I, I don't care my songs bop. sound good yes and I'm getting paid which was my goal anyway what are y'all mad about right. I'm here minding my business anyway the song's great I love it uh, it's okay to me it's I like bad. it it's, it's fine like I don't dislike it it's but I wasn't just song. like oh yeah let me play that one again but it's fine she 
like to me what really stood out was the fact that she looked so fucking good in them pictures they released them, oh, yeah. them promo pictures that she took when she was like kneeling down with that chandelier hat thing on and like she had on that, that watch thing that Rihanna called like ghetto <laughs> she had that on and nothing else <laughs> I was just like these pictures are phenomenal yes yeah, bitch Cardi I'm into the song more than the photos incredible now see I'm the exact I'm the exact opposite but mm. it's still you know Cardi's it's a pretty photo but I mean, that's how I feel. You know, the song's fine. If this is an album, I probably would have saved that cover for the album. Well, that just makes me think that her team is going to come with something even better because that's one area she has not been slipping in at all lately. They have been so on point with her hair, makeup, styling. So I feel like whatever she has, if she does have something new coming out, then the pictures are going to be even better for that. But I think Ariana Grande was also teasing earlier today like that she might be releasing some new stuff before the year is out. And she just put her album out too. I just listened to her album though, like last oh week. Oh my god, I tried. Ugh, I tried. Um, I like a lot more of it than I expected to. I think it's the first time I intentionally listened to an entire Ariana Grande album. Mm, mm, um, mm, mm, I definitely enjoyed more of it than I expected to, but I enjoyed about as much of it as I thought I would. Okay, which is like what? Which is like maybe two songs. Okay, let me look at how many. Ponytail can sing. Like. She just don't have no depth behind it. There's no soul behind it. It's just this. I would like a little, little light voice, and then she never really says the words all the way, and it just. I just can't with her, but I like a lot. A well, pretty enough voice, I'll give her um, that. I like the God. This song doesn't woman. have as many songs on it. I mean, this album doesn't have as many songs on it as I thought it did. Uh, <laughs> I remember being. I hated the Pharrell song. Oh yeah, I don't like, and I I swear he makes people keep him on that his songs. Angel cried song. I did not. Yeah. Oh, that song is like thirty seconds long. Right. It's not even a song. And I was not. I the REM song just because Beyonce has a version of it, and oh right, but see the Beyonce version is better. It just is. This version is not bad though, but after hearing Beyonce, see it's not fair to do that to people. Beyonce, the fact that Beyonce recorded that song and then I guess was just like I don't want it. Like what? Right. <laughs> eh, I heard it. It's cute or whatever, but My God. whoever's next Harmonies. can have it. What does that woman do with her voice? I know. Um, yeah, Ariana, she's cute. I, 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 she fully deserves the spot that she has in pop music and stuff. I'm not like a stan or whatever. And I think that I, why did I fully, like, I don't even know what pushed me to listen to it. But I swear, maybe less than a week ago, I said, you know what? Let me listen to this this album. And I did. And Missy is on it. <laughs> yeah, Missy's on it. I, I mean, it's not that I... Oh, you know what it was? Oh, I was in an, uh, in a lift and that No Tears Left to Cry song came on. And I kept... I, I That was probably the hundredth time that I've heard it or whatever. And I was like, the song's not awful. I would never go out of my way to listen to it. Let me see what Ariana Grande sounds like. Gotcha. Her hair is down now, and let's see. And yeah, it was what I expected. I I, th- I just think Ariana Grande is not for me, and that's fine as well. On the other hand, now, I don't mean to be petty. What did you finna say? I don't mean to be petty. No, you definitely do. No. Get the fuck out by Mariah Carey. Don't. That is one of my new favorite Mariah Carey songs. Oh my God. You can literally do any form 
of a dance to this song. You can twerk to this song. Waltz, <laughs> salsa, liturgical, liturgical dance, <laughs> river dance. You could do the fucking cha-cha slide, the oh, electric no. slide, the Cupid shuffle. No. Play Get the Fuck Out by Mariah Carey. A universal bop. I do not like it. And I How don't think it sounds like Mariah Carey. Fucking <laughs> I'm so sorry. You. It does not sound like Mariah Carey's voice. I don't know what happened. I don't know if she has them tinkering with it in the studio. This song country. doesn't sound like a typical Mariah Carey song. No, it it is very, like her, it's just such a vibe. It doesn't sound like her voice. I mean, literally the person singing, it does not sound like Mariah Carey to me. Okay. So I, <laughs> I just I don't care for that one, but I did see that she's going on tour, and bitch, I will definitely be there. Mm. And of course, when the album comes out, I'm gonna listen to it because it's Mariah fucking Carey. It's like her 15th, 16th fucking album. So of course I will. What? But I do not like that. Bop. Why don't you get the fuck out? It is so great. <laughs> I don't like that. I, what the fuck is your problem? I don't know. Because normally I love songs when you tell niggas to get out. But First of all, yes. <laughs> right. On top of that, it is a vibe. Okay. It's such a song. For like my it. birthday, I'm going to play this at least twice a day. I mean, it's your birthday. So. And I want to see how you react okay with a glass of whatever it is you'll be drinking I'm sure I'll be and drunk. some weed yeah but I'll be high too and this song okay with some breeze that's not fair because drunk and high people will react to it doesn't anything. matter it doesn't matter <laughs> Being drunk and high sometimes allows you to come to a plane where you will see things that you didn't see before. It does. Nigga, the song is just not good. That's how I was able to appreciate 7-Eleven. Me too. And now I don't have to be drunk or high to realize that that's a bot. Okay. Okay. I will let you have that. That is, I have had the the exact same experience with 7-Eleven. <laughs> Although I knew from the beginning 7-Eleven was the turn up pregame song. I always knew that. So I didn't. It didn't have to grow on me. I wasn't uh, prepared for Beyonce to just make a bop just for bop. Now say. ape shit is the bop that grew on me. Yeah, ape shit was a slow burn for me too. Mm-hmm. I liked ape shit when I first heard it way more than when I first heard Seven Eleven, because ape shit had like. Oh no, I'm the opposite. Mm. I really liked Seven Eleven the first time I heard it. Ape shit had like layers and a hook and like. Yeah, it does. Whereas 7-Eleven is just Beyonce. <laughs> but I still loved it. And then the video was so cute. Well, yeah, the video was great. But and what were we talking about? We were oh, talking about Oh, Mariah see, yeah, so Ape Sh- Oh, right. Uh, well, but Ape Shit. I did not love it when it first came out. Video was iconic, of course. Yeah, of but course. But the song, I was just like, eh, okay. And then as time went on, I was like, okay, I fucks with this. And then it, On the Run in Houston... I left this flesh body yep. and ascended yep. over <laughs> the stadium and got my whole fucking yeah. life. See, it's because of 7-Eleven that I was able to really sit in ape shit when it first came out. Because I was like, okay, I see what the, what's happening here. I feel like it's a better song. Well, like it's constructed better than 7-Eleven is. Mm. Um, and I said, I know that the first time that I go to the club and hear this song... I'm going to lose my fucking mind. That's okay. exactly what happened. And ever since then, I recognize the beauty and the brilliance that ape shit is. 
Okay. Most of you other bitches in your regular, regular, regular ass um, London beat, so your Mike will made it, so your um, Metro booming, you know, you be hiding behind that great beat, and there's nothing else there. Yeah. Beyonce just rapped better than most of y'all bitches she ever. She did out rap you niggas. She did. She went off actually. So <laughs> bitch went hard. I mean, I'm so finished. maybe once I'm under the influence, get the fuck out will be better. But I don't care for it. Sorry. Silky. Sorry. It's just like it's just like a like satin it. sheet. I'm sorry. It's like nothing but love for Mariah Carey, but just imagine. Imagine a nigga this... crying and packing his things to leave your house as you are doing the electric slide with a glass of champagne. <laughs> While this song is playing. This is, I mean, I just need for you to appreciate what Mariah Carey gave you. I don't. Sorry. <laughs> okay. I just don't like the song. Um. Well, speaking of legendary musicians, Tracy Chapman has <laughs> some words and some documents for Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Man, we fucking called it. Girl, I mean, what did you... Okay. you can't just do that. You can't just do what you want. <laughs> You can't just do what you want. Oh, Tracy, don't be mad. Like, girl, you cannot. No, this is not how that works. So, y'all know that um, this summer, before Nikki's album Queen came out, she went to the barbs and I guess was trying to enlist their help <laughs> to get in contact with Tracy Chapman so that she could clear a sample uh, for oh. a song on her album made all kinds of headlines and stuff. There was all kinds of hashtags. I don't know how she felt like these niggas who were in fucking second period science were supposed <laughs> right. to get How were they supposed to? With Tracy fucking Chapman. Like, don't you have people who do that? Harassing some lady on Instagram. If y'all don't get out of that lady's fucking DMs. Well, the gag is that she does have people who do that. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> and they did, in fact, do that. And were denied. So... Tracy Chapman, in her lawsuit, her copyright infringement lawsuit, alleges that Nicki Minaj's people reached out to clear the sample. The request was promptly denied. Oh, damn. Um, And Nicki even uh, tweeted at one point, I missed this tweet. She said, uh, sis said no. (laughs) Well, so then why the fuck did you put it on your album? She didn't put it on the album. Oh. The song's not on the album. The song is called Sorry, features Nas, and um, interpolates. Oh, what a big word. I hate that word. Um, Tracy Chapman's song, Baby, Can I Hold You? And so I didn't hear it, but apparently Nikki is on there singing, you know, Miss Tracy's song and singing some more. Wait, so this song is not on the album? No, it's not. But here's the thing. Okay. After the album came out, Funk Flex tweeted, Nikki gave me something. And I guess later that night on Hot 97, he played the song. Are you serious? Wow. After the album came out. So this would be after Tracy Chapman already, already told you. No. I don't want you or your Barbies or your Kins or your Skippers. <laughs> None of them niggas involved with my music. Thanks so much. No. Appreciate it. Goodbye. Oh, no. So she kept it off of the album, but allegedly sent it to Funk Flex to play. And I'm assuming it's because Nas is on it and she was really excited, which would explain why she was so pressed to get the shit cleared in the but first fucking not- place. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I don't understand why. Because didn't she say, like, it had, like, a feature from, like, one of the most iconic... Like, she was hyping the song. I mean, yeah, but that... I still can't believe Funk Flex would play that on Hot 97. Like, don't nobody listen to Hot Nobody with sense can believe that. 
But I don't make no fucking I'm sense. trying to understand why after being told that no, you can't. Right. Like, I mean, what? He, anyway. This is... He played it. Poor decisions. Obviously, a 10-year-old today knows how to rip audio from the radio and put right. that shit on Tumblr. So it made its around somehow. I'm sure if you want, you could go and find it at the moment somewhere. Um, and so Miss Tracy wants her things. Lady Chapman. Damn. Suing for copyright infringement. Wow. It's already been filed in a U.S. district court in California. They would like monetary damages. Um, and they're also blocking Nicki Minaj from doing anything further with the song. I mean, I'm sure she wishes the song never even existed at this point. I'm sure also that at some point this will all go away because Nicki will settle right. whatever she has to right. pay her. I'm just confused. Like, couldn't this have just gone up on SoundCloud or something? Some free platform? Like, can't you sample... I feel like the issue with sampling has always been you need to get clearance if you want to then turn around and make any money off that track. No. No? It's not that simple. Okay. No, not at all. Copyright infringement is just, girl, I don't want you to use my things. Oh, well, (laughs) never mind. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, it it isn't just like you're making money off of it. it. It's It's really, it can be very complicated. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm assuming because... She had to do, well, I'm not saying she had to, but because Nikki did that whole thing with, like, oh, I'm trying to find Tracy Chapman, we're trying to get in touch with Tracy Chapman, and Tracy actually saying no and making sure to sue on top mm, of that. Yeah. This lady, for whatever reason, was completely decided <laughs> yeah. in the fact that she did not want her music affiliated with Nicki Minaj. And she has that right the same way if in the future somebody wants to sample one of Nicki's songs and Nicki says, bitch, I don't want you using my shit, it don't matter if they put it on their album or not. They right. can't just send the rate the song to whoever and let people listen to it anyway. Because that means that anybody can then take that song and put it on their device and listen to it whenever Got they want to. You. Somebody else could take it and sample it. Somebody else could, you know what I mean? Like, yes. I don't want you using my shit either. I don't want anybody hearing you attempting to sing my music. <laughs> okay. Period. That clears so, it up. Got you. You know, I I mean, I don't know the difference in in money, what it could look like in terms of the lawsuit mm-hmm. um, since she didn't actually make any money from it. But I know that a lawsuit is very much um, wow. reasonable yeah. and she will more than likely win. Right. So if I was Nikki, I would be calling Flex and Hot 97 like y'all putting in on this. I'm sorry. <laughs> Y'all putting y'all paying at least sixty percent of this fine. Because How if you sent them the song? Why? What did you think? Oh well, there is that. If you sent them, so unless you sent them, so, like for whatever reason, let's just say in a fool's world, okay. Nicki Minaj sent this song to Funkmaster Flex with a fucking message attached that said, "We're just such great friends, and I just really wanted you to hear it, but please don't play it. I don't want to get in Honestly, trouble." Honestly, that's what I thought when you said she sent it to him. I'm like, "Oh, they're friends." She, I messaged him. Like, Why? She just did an interview the other day where she was like, I think before Queen came out or when she was promoting it, saying like. They had just like recently made up or something like that. And that was the same interview where he said that he believed when people were saying Nikki didn't write her stuff because she was a woman. Like he oh. believed that she had ghostwriters because she was female. Right. So they don't seem to, I'm sure they're on cool mm. terms or whatever now. But Funkmaster Flex don't seem like the type of person who I would just be like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, here, I, want, I really want you to hear it, but please don't. Like, well, he did go on Queen Radio sucking her dick a little bit. Was that Flex? I think so. But anyway. Furthermore, if the nigga and I'm reading this on Pitchfork. 
Oh, okay. White they they <laughs> they quoted Funkmaster Flex's Nikki gave me something tweet, and he spells it N I C K Y. He deleted this tweet allegedly. Oh, oh God. So like, how friendly are y'all? All right. So you know what? I was trying to make it not so much Nikki's fault, but I can't. I, I'm all out of. I'm sorry. I'm all out of ways around this, sweetie. I don't know why you sent it to anybody. I don't. You know. You already acknowledged. That you used this woman's music in one way or the next. Mm-hmm. You also have acknowledged that she told you not to. At that point, don't use the song or change it. Right. I don't understand if you love the song so much, why you didn't, or the fact that Nas was on it, why not just change the beat? Can it not be done? Do you know how many fucking bops <laughs> Beyonce got? That we're never going to hear. Jay-Z said she has vaults and vaults of songs and they just dance around and laugh at how the rest of us will never probably got a song with Whitney and Michael before they die. Oh my God. She probably do. Just. And we'll never hear it. Sir Rumi. That's fine. Yeah, they're on black ground They know word by word. Right. It's just. (laughs) They've already done a remix. What is you talking about? Like what? You just can't do what you want. Anyways. I can't believe Funk Flex played that on the radio. Maybe she (laughs) thought. I don't know what happened Nobody would notice. Like, maybe Nikki thought... What? Maybe she thought, oh, Tracy won't get mad. We played on the radio one time. I don't know what Tracy they thought. Said, Bitch, you thought. But you know who's going to get to the bottom of it? Tracy fucking Chapman. <laughs> well, get your money, girl. I'm never mad at that. I'm sure whatever money it is that a judge would uh, potentially award Miss Chapman, mm-hmm. Nikki's got it. You're just going to have to cough it up, I'm assuming. I don't see how... If all yeah. of this is true, how she's not going to get sit in front of a judge and be like, oh, right. yeah, girl, here. Did you hear about the uncredited writer on Bad Girl that got $44 million? On what? Uh, Usher's song, Bad Girl. Remember that? No. I need a bad girl. I mean, I remember the song. Oh, right. <laughs> well, the story just came out, like, earlier this week that there was a writer Oh, on yes, I did hear about that. $44 million. Now, I knew Bad Girl was a hit, but goddamn. That is... <laughs> So much money. <laughs> Woo. So, I mean, I'm sure Tracy Chapman is not even seeking anything near that amount of money, but you can't just play with other people's property like that. So, I don't know. Good luck, Nikki. She'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, last but not least, I just wanted to touch on um, this story of Spice, um, oh. who many of y'all oh. may know f- from Love and Hip Hop. If you're a fan of reggae dancehall music, if you're from the Caribbean, then you probably um, know her from music. I just want to say I heard of Spice back in like 2001, 2002 or Thank something you. crazy. It was way before that. Love and Hip Hop. I really appreciate And I was a that. big fan way back then and I thought she was so gorgeous. Thank you. I, I, I do not know who this girl is that was on VH1. So, oh, me neither. I don't know <laughs> like, who that is. No clue. <laughs> So, uh, the other day, I get onto Instagram, scrolling down, minding my business, you know, um, telling folks about my party and all that, and then, and then, I come across this photograph of someone they, they were telling me it was Spice. (laughs) They were telling you? Um... I know Spice to be a very chocolate, mm-hmm. brown Jamaican woman. The person I was looking at was more like the color of like a Texas toast or like a... Mm-hmm. A buttermilk gone bad. <sighs> like a Bisquick. Like a... An eggnog-ish kind of hue. French toast batter. So I, um, I then like turned my phone off and I took a nap. 
picture you being like, you know what? I literally got off of my, like, (laughs) I turned my phone off. I got in my bed. Bitch, I am going to sleep. Because I know I didn't just see that. I watched The Incredibles too. What a great movie! It just came out on on I digital saw it in HD the theater, yeah, and now great. I gotta watch the first one. Um, so Spice has a new project out, um, and I believe it is called Captured. Um, the record that she's promoting is called Black Hypocrisy. Um, now I will say this: the Spice that I know, I've been a fan of Spice for like ever, right? And so as a fan. The reason this hit me so hard is because I'm like, what is, am I officially in the Twilight Zone? Like, because she would never, like the Spice that I know would never, like she's spoken so openly before about loving her complexion, about being proud of her dark skin. And she's spoken openly about, you know, other black people and Jamaicans being, um critical and and being like vicious towards her for the the call of her skin yeah. and people are not strangers to these niggas on that island and many surrounding others mm-hmm. out here turning into full-on ghosts because it's like you don't look light skin you look dead right that's the bleaching doesn't make you look like you were born light it makes you look like something's wrong so I don't know why y'all continue to do it. I was devastated. Then I watched the video and some of these interviews and I haven't seen like an official confirmation yet that she really did it. That she had that she, yeah, that she did it or that she's just in makeup. I'm pretty sure though that she's wearing makeup. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people have been saying, yeah, this is just to promote the record and stuff like that. Cuz in the video where she's performing, she's, you know, her regular skin tone right and then in the there's a moment where she says like on the song like do you like me the way i look now i don't remember i just listened to the song for the first time like i listened to it twice maybe yesterday but there's a song where she references like do is this better or something like that right mm-hmm. and in the video she's lighter skinned oh. again but it looks way more like makeup than in the yeah, picture it does right in the video it looks like you can see some of the light skin foundation yeah on right so I'm assuming that this is sort of to prove a point and it's to see basically what happened all of the people like making jokes making mm-hmm. fun of her saying how horrible she looks and honestly that makeup photo with her and that Nikki Parker ass cheetah print shit she had on (laughs) that photo she looks insane and still looks better than the typical bleached person like it looks like it still looks she still looks sick yeah she definitely does but like compared to Vibes Cartel and Sammy Sosa like Ugh, and she put in these gray contacts too on top of it so she you know and then that blonde wig she look like Hazel E that's who I thought it was at first. <laughs> That's not good, sis. That's not good. Yeah, so until I am proven completely wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sitting in in this being all a way of, of her trying to prove a point and make a statement about colorism, not just like globally, but very specific. Because it's bad. Yeah. It's bad in Jamaica. Like, I don't even... Oh, God. 
it's crazy bad. It has been for a long time. Like, my mother had always told me about um, comments that she would get from, like, members of her family for her... Com- and my mother's, like, York complexion, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And, like... Well, me and you are not that far apart. Girl... Don't do this. We are not that. Don't treat me like I'm Jane. No, you're wrong. You're right. We're not that far. We're apart. really not. But you're lighter than me. Yes, it's true. And like, she has a brother that's a little bit lighter, like a little bit lighter than her. Me too. And when they were kids, they would get like comments about one mm. being the other, like better than the other or one being favored and stuff like that. And it's like, nigga, if you'll say that in front of your grandkids or your nephew oh, or your wow. cousins and them and shit like that, then like, of Damn. course, any bitch off the street. Yeah, it's bad. Oh my and I mean, God. it's bad here too, but like... I mean, yeah, but my family has literally the lightest of the light-skinned niggas and the darkest, darkest of the darks yep. and everybody in between. So I was never... Nobody... I feel like I fall in a weird position in the colorism debate because nobody was ever like, ugh, you black bitch, except white people. Like, I didn't get shit on for my skin tone by other niggas. Right. This, I never, I guess I never really thought of Spice as being like particularly dark. She just looks like a black girl to me, but I I see what you're saying as far as like the whole colorism debate is concerned and the islands especially. If you would do that to yourself. That is, I can't. It's a problem. Right, right. I couldn't believe when I was in DR a few weeks ago and they were talking to me like I was black and they wasn't. And I was just like, (laughs) I... don't understand <laughs> what you mean like we the same <laughs> we, but, the, but we the same nigga I don't <laughs> it's just really wild how they don't consider themselves black but anyway yeah I hope this is all just host know, of issues she posted this on Instagram knowing it was gonna piss y'all off and get y'all talking and, and watching her video and it's already almost at a million I think see there you go it came out like there you yesterday go, because niggas was pissed and so I hope it is a promotional stunt and not a permanent thing you did to your body girl yeah because I mean at the end of the day what like how <laughs> how does the message hold weight if you actually bleached your skin exactly you know that wouldn't right. even make any sense yeah the spice that I'm familiar with you know I don't know her on love and hip hop throwing plates of barbecue <laughs> with niggas and stuff like that <laughs> but as far as like the music I've listened to and right. the lyrics in that music that wasn't the girl so right. I am sticking close to my spirit, to my heart, and to my savior. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the no, she, fact. She really had a lot of y'all rattled. I <laughs> People was were pissed. Broken. <laughs> like, I was like, Spice, you did love hip-hop. It's okay. Lots of people. I loved Kalina. She did it. I really liked some Bridget Kelly songs. She on there looking crazy. You know what I'm saying? I was like, you know, I liked Lyrica Anderson. As a songwriter, she's written. Yes, she wrote some songs I liked, and she also had like a couple of songs that never like officially came out when she was working with Timbaland. So I knew who she was before Love and Hip Hop, and then she came on Love and Hip Hop with both her mama and her man's mama fighting on the beach in bikinis. They mamas should have never been on TV. Single worst mistake y'all could have made. They're joining many hip hop mamas on TV, Mm -hmm. embarrassing themselves. Let's not forget Mama D. I mean. Yeah. Honestly, we could probably reach this all the way back to New York's mama. Even though she New York's Sister Patterson sister, might be the beginning. She I think she might be. And and even that, like she wasn't anywhere near as bad as these 2018 crop of mama. Some, they on some <laughs> new shit. But the saddest part about this whole story is that this is certainly going to be part of Spice's storyline for the next season of Love and Hip Hop. Which one's she on? Atlanta. Miami. Oh no, it is Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Israel. Yeah, because she was on there with Rashida and them. Oh, yes. And uh, Tokyo... Uh, Vanity. Vanity. I almost said Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Tony, too, when you first said Tokyo. Oh, yeah. Atlanta. I, this is definitely going to be a... a if she's on next season, this is going to be a storyline. Well, good. I don't have a problem with this being a storyline if she's back to her just regular don't let skin. It be real, right? <laughs> right. Just wash I'm that shit fine off. with that. <laughs> get in tub or wherever the fuck it is. They got to rinse that shit off. And yeah, let's get the conversation going. That I loved when Amara so did it long. on um, Miami when she had a conversation about colorism, specifically oh, yes. in you know the Latin the Latin community yep. and Miami. And I was like being from Miami, witnessing all that shit going on firsthand. Right. and watching these white Latin people being like, you don't even know black people. Like, what? <laughs> what? what? Do you know black people? What? Like, <laughs> oh, so man, yeah, no. I'm all for Love and Hip Hop having a few conversations mm-hmm. with depth mixed into, you know, throwing tables or whatever. But. This just must have taken, like, they got her stomach and her arms, her hands, everything. That must have taken an eternity to do. I mean, if it does some good, if it makes a difference... What's 13 hours of spray-painted makeup? If it keeps one girl from taking whatever pill or cream y'all use oh, to God. do that to yourselves. Oh, God. A pill? I mean, I don't know. I yeah, have I, no idea. I really have no idea how you do it. I don't know how you, how you bleach your skin. Because there's no... I would never want to do that. I, I just imagine it has to be painful. Does it not hurt? Right. The melanin leaving your body. I feel like it at least tingles. <laughs> I just don't I hurt looking at you. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I hope a good long hot shower is all it took to get Spice back to normal. Imagine this, rolling over in your bed. She had niggas losing it. And looking at your lover, and that's their color they look. Actually, would rather just with be with somebody ice, white. blue eyes. <laughs> right? I would rather just date the oppressor. It was so hard looking at Tiny on that show. With Monica and all them on it, and she doing her you interview with them icy it. ass eyes. Not the same. Why do we have you to? You stop it right She the one went and got a now, first transplant. Of all, technically, those are Tiny's eyes now. <laughs> okay? okay? They're not contact. No! I've gotten used to them. Mm-mm. She still look I got used to, him. to me, but it's fine. You know, I think because she's so fair-skinned, like, my, my, like, now I'm just, like, used to seeing her. I feel like if her eyes were her regular... Um, eye color she was born with now it would be Brown? like it would catch me off guard and then I would have to get used to it again <laughs> really yeah cause I'm so used to her looking like Smokey Robinson now alright I just feel like brown eyes are so pretty I don't know why black people of course brown eyes are pretty I don't know why she like wanted icy blue eyes I don't right. but and that shade of blue of all the blues like I feel I'm used to it no, it don't matter I can't even find a picture of Tiny's real eyes so <laughs> I'm cool with that. I don't care. I'm done. I'm just much. She just seems like such a nice person. See, look how pretty and normal. And she I want looks. for everybody to be nice to her. Pretty and normal. <laughs> See, like that to me now is just so weird. Her looking like a regular girl. No, it's just I'm just used to her eyes looking like yeah. light now. Huh. Well. All right. Whatever. Anything else? Are we done? Oh yeah. No, that was the end. All right. Well, let's take a break. Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just 
it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time if it's been on your mind to give it a try. Celebrate May Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of the read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8. Zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my mm-hmm. own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology works part in ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read again that's ziprecruiter.com slash the read ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire now let's get back to show all right so we're back it's time for letters send your questions to ask the read at gmail.com we may just read them aloud on the show let's start this week with a letter from hmm, let's see we're going to call this person, what's that? We're going to call this person, I'm I'm struggling, Samantha. Okay. Samantha says, you need a little bit of backstory before you hear this. Oh, God. Just a little bit. I was raised by my grandmother. When I was 13, she took in a baby who I've always, who I've always referred to as my brother, although he is no blood relation to me at all. When he was 15, he found his biological family and ran away to be with them. The bio mom didn't really want to be bothered with him him anymore. Long story short, she's trash. I mean, well, right. Ended up kicking him out on the streets and he became a couch surfer from there. He and my grandmother eventually repaired their relationship, but she was reluctant to allow him to live her with again. She passed in 2013 and her wishes were. I'm sorry. (laughs) You keep laughing. Her wishes were that I make sure he was taken care of since I am her beneficiary and receive her pension. I set up an account for my brother and gave him money every week. He didn't finish high school or have a job or a place to live, but he had an infant that he just found out was his. I tried to make sure he he could become self-sufficient by getting enrolled in a GED program, getting his driver's license and applying for trade programs. But he wasn't down for any of that. Each week he ran through the $500 that I gave him and yet never had anything to show for it. So I stopped the payments. Unfortunately, my brother was shot and killed in 2014. 
So a little bit of a sad backstory. Jesus. But now you have it. She said, I wanted to do right by him and contacted his baby mama to offer financial assistance to her for his son. We went to the bank and set up an account that I put money into weekly from my payroll. She was only responsible for paying the $12 monthly checking account fee. A few months later, I was contacted by payroll from my job stating that the account had been closed. When I reached out to the baby mama, she said the bank, quote, kept messing with her money, end quote. So she closed the account. To me, that means she didn't need no help. So... So I refused to start the payments again, even though she asked if I could. I have an infant child of my own and my husband had just gotten laid off at that time, but I still gave her money when she needed it and asked. Right. For a time, she seemed to be doing Facebook Fortunate, which I didn't know y'all had a a name for that. What? When niggas be stunning on Facebook with like, here go my new job, here go my new apartment, (laughs) here go my new car, here go my earrings, (laughs) this sort of thing. I didn't know there was a That's what they call it, Facebook Facebook Fortunate. I know nothing about Facebook. Woo. So, uh, let's see. And she was even posting photos of the highest grades of weed. But lately, <laughs> she seems to have fallen on hard times. She lost her job, got into a car accident, got evicted, etc. I mean, fuck. Where? Jesus. From Facebook fortunate, right back down to reality. She asked me for money to help with the security deposit. I sent it. She then asked me to borrow money since she was between jobs and said she would pay me back after she got her first check. I sent that as well. Uh-huh. Needless to say, the date came and went without contact from her, not even to say thank of course. you. She messaged me yesterday asking for more money and acknowledged that she already owes me some Uh but says that she needs it because her kids need winter coats and she doesn't have anybody else to turn to. I'm pissed because she's trying to appeal to my heartstrings regarding some kids that are not mine and to be real are of no relation to me. Mm. I don't want to see kids out there without coats during the winter but I'm not putting another dime in her hand. I thought of sending her some coats maybe donated from friends or family or purchased. That's a good idea. But I don't appreciate being treated like a fucking sponsor. What should I do? Thanks, Samantha. Well, this is hard because you're right. Like, this child is no relation to you. Right. And you've done so much already. So much. Like, way more than like, I would have done. So, so much. much. Like, you're an awesome person. So much, girl. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, uh, this is tough, and I I feel like yes, it is because of the mention of kids. It definitely that is definitely that's why. that's that's the only reason this is difficult because you got to decide like, all right, do I want to help in whatever way make sure that these kids have you know get their coats that they need? And if that's something that you decide to do, I would explicitly explain to this girl that I'm not helping her anymore after that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't even really when I gave her whatever she said about that money that she said she was going to pay back. Oh yeah, that loan. When I gave her that money, I would have fully expected to never see it again. And she probably you know what I'm did. <laughs> right, and she probably did. So, it would have been like, you know, it's all good, all of the money or whatever, like you don't even have to think about paying me nothing back or whatever. It's all good, but like from here on out, we're clear. However, right. you want to word that, I'm not even going to say what's best. But if you did decide to provide uh, her with coats or the money for coats or whatever it is that you would do, I would make sure that she knows. Like, girl, you know, I don't. I understand I you said do that you don't anymore. have anywhere else to turn, but you better get your carousel on, bitch. <laughs> 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 I don't, I don't, <laughs> like, I don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, girl, like we're not related. Them kids ain't related to me. Like, yeah, I didn't fuck you. Like, I don't. I can't. What do you want me you to were do? Being so generous to take care of, send her money after your brother passed away is so sadly like 
I don't, I guess he didn't have any assets to leave behind or a pension or anything. Well, of course not. He must have been entirely too young. But um, at the end of the day, you can't let her take advantage of you. You keep doing this, and she, that's but why. The babies, it's cold outside. You got kids, mama. You got to figure out how to take care of them. You know what I'm saying? Or at least be, at least show the initiative to like really yeah. appreciate and, and pay back. You know what what's being given to you. You know what I'm saying? You fully understand the relationship that you have with this girl the same and in that same way she understands. You know what I'm saying? She understands how y'all even connected in the first place and that you have no right or obligation to do any of this for her. You know what I'm saying? She sees that you're a good person, she sees that you're a compassionate person, and she's going to use that to her benefit. You know what I'm saying? So yes, she got kids, and yeah, it makes all the sense in the world to be caring for those kids and want to help and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, she gotta be able to take care of them you know mm-hmm. if you like want to help find help her find someone who can be a mentor or get her a job, like whatever it is but she can't be leaning on you like on top of that you talking about you got your own baby and a husband at home who got laid off but like bitch you got your own problems my nigga i'm sorry like i feel you and i and you know what yeah. i'm saying i care about you and them kids or whatever mama but i got problems on my own if she can't respect that i don't know what fuck time she thought it was my heart is really breaking because i'm the type of bitch that you could get me like this you really could me too. you could definitely get me talking about your kids was gonna be cold without my help i mean anybody with any form of a heart oh but you know maybe if you ask her look what size coats do the kids wear you know we have some donations at the church that i can get for you or something like that and she's like oh yeah you know this one we're an eight and this one we're a 12 then you know that's the bitch who really want a coat even there you go even (laughs) if you were willing to give the money for the coat I would start off with that just to see how she reacts right you could say you could try something like that you know we got a bunch of coats here at the church let me see See if they got something that that fits the kids and how she reacts to that will answer so many questions and you ain't even got to pay me back for the priority mailbox girl I will I will cover the cost of the shipping and you guys will just ship these coats or you can come pick them up or whatever and, and we'll see how it goes but good luck because that would that would keep me up at night going back and forth over whether, whether to get that lady same I know I would coat. fold easy would, right, and just give it to her like, so I have to think about it no more and some right. and some boots here goes some scarf and mint money too I hate you. I, I can't stand you do they have rain boots no, I can't tell when it's a puddle sometimes. You get on my nerves, bitch. Here's a check. <laughs> Do they can't have stand Uggs? You. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, girl, good luck, because that would just be eating me up inside. Yeah. All right. You're awesome, though. You're a really you are, good person. I mean, and she knows, like you said, she knows it, and that's why she's asking. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you say yes. All right. So our next question comes from Maurice. He said, last year I got in a situationship with a guy I met on Grindr and my light-skinned ass fell in love. Sounds like Maurice. When we first met, we admitted how attracted we were to each other. And after hooking up for the first time, he said, it's just me and you and deleted Jack and Grindr in front of me. Okay, so this is where the problem started. Keep going. (laughs) Things got intimate pretty quickly and we started cuddling, taking showers, sending cute texts and cooking for each other, spending the night. Oh, see, I think y'all lesbians. Oh, y'all really do. God damn, why do this sound like us? Ugh! That only lasted for two weeks when he started getting distant and not replying to Duh. Well, now it's not like lesbians anymore. Yeah. Two weeks, we just getting started. Right, okay. <laughs> That's when a U-Haul outside like, BB! <laughs> two weeks, it's time to go get a copy of that right. game, <laughs> Anyway. With a cute little print over the key so you know which one it is. 
Okay, fast forward a day or two later, and a friend of mine saw him on Grinder. I was pretty mad, but I guess it was fair since nothing was official, so I re-downloaded Grindr myself, even though I only wanted to be with him. I wanted to admit to him how I felt for him in person and ask why he suddenly switched up on me, but he kept saying he was busy and canceling our plans. After finally agreeing to meet one morning before class, as usual, he stood me up and told me he was sick. <laughs> oh, I just, okay, I got my answer. Even though he had messaged my faceless anonymous Grinder profile looking for sex 10 minutes prior. Work. When I sent him the screenshots, he told one of those nigga lies that make no sense so I cut him off fair much like a dumbass though I went back to him two months later you are so young I like tried, every okay I tried to remove my feelings from the sex but to no avail in January of this year I admitted to him how I felt and he said he felt the same way in the beginning but now it's too late <laughs> we've been hooking up <laughs> we've been hooking up sporadically throughout this year oh god! and I haven't seen him since June but I'm still in my feelings every time we hook up I try to leave immediately but he begs me to cuddle with him and falls asleep in my arms if you don't set that he's currently fine. in a relationship with a dude who I see on Jacked every night and I'm stuck reminiscing oh. about the things we did together <laughs> Do y'all have any advice on how I can get over my feelings? This is my first time falling in love or something like it. And Girl, I'm beginning you're to not be- in love, sweetie. And sorry, I'm beginning sorry. to believe that once you love someone, you'll always love them. Shut up. No matter what. That's not what this is. That's, that's exactly what he said. Yeah, but it's wrong. Thanks. Forgot the name I gave him. Maurice. Maurice. Maurice, you're not in love. You really like this guy. Y'all had some really great sex and you had some companionship. Now, when the earlier parts of this letter were happening, I was like, how old is this person? How old is this person? And then you said class at some point. Right. So that answers the age range. Mm-hmm. Um, and Younger it sounds just right. Yep. <laughs> it sounds just about right. <laughs> right on the money. If it helps you at all, Maurice, been there. You know, it totally happens. You fuck a nigga, you know what I'm saying? Off of this app, you probably got stress trying to, you know, meet your deadlines or match <laughs> your class, whatever. And you make a connection, you like somebody, and you have your little, you know, two week, three week, however long fling of yeah. being all in your feelings. Your and then rendezvous. once the little, I can't even really call it a honeymoon phase because it's not official, but you know what I'm saying? Once the little romantic phase wears off and niggas get bored, then they start, you know, wanting to go out and chase and be a hoe again. Right, like, that's right. just sort of like, like early 20s, even like 18, 19. Oh, yeah. Like, honestly, once you start feeling grown, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. That, yeah. It's that thing when you're like, oh, I'm I'm 19. I'm grown. Can't nobody tell me nothing. I go to bed when I don't want to. <laughs> you're not going to meet a nigga on no jack or grinder and have sex with a nigga and then he's like, turns right back around and is like, it's me and you. No, the fuck it's not. That's not how this works. Nope. It's unrealistic. It's not real. And he was bullshitting with you from the very beginning. Okay. So what you got to do is recognize that you never really were in love with this nigga. You really, really like him. Maybe you were infatuated with this nigga. That's a completely different thing Mm -hmm. it's okay to understand that let the nigga go he was gonna be a hoe any motherfucking way you understand what i'm saying and now he has opened up your life for you to continue your hoe journey and do what the fuck you gotta do with whatever things you like to play with Mm -hmm. you understand let that nigga go forget all about it because i promise you in a smooth five years maybe you're gonna look back and be like damn Love, that was not it. What the fuck was that? Like, <laughs> love is reciprocated. You will literally throw back a shot of whatever and just be like laughing your ass off yes. at how dumb you are. And really, 
I know if you're in the middle of a heartbreak right now, just know that time will take care of it. But you do have to let the time pass and you can't fast forward through the hard parts. So I'm sorry that you're going through it right now. Like you will 1000% get over it. That's you not have to stop. <laughs> that's not for question. First. Yeah. You have to fully. You have to stop that. Stop fucking that yes. nigga. Sorry. Block him. Delete. Like you have to fashion your life up in a way where it seems like he died. He died. Yeah. I tell people all the time, so have sad. like a little wake if you want or a vigil. Yeah. Burn things. Don't like photos. Some, little, some of them little tea light candles. Whatever. But that nigga died. He doesn't exist anymore. So delete every yes. memory, everything that you have of him, anything around you that reminds you of him that you can get rid of. If that helps, if it's that deep. Right. You know what I'm saying? Then do that so you don't have to think about him, see him, be, you know, uh, tempted to reach out to him or whatever. Right. And then give yourself time to get over it. And the next thing you know, you're going to meet some other nigga and be like, what the fuck was that nigga's name? Like, it's going to happen. It this is. is like so regular gay 101. Like, it, you. Bless yeah. it. I you mean, just I, need to age. I feel for you because that nigga played with your feelings. Yeah. Talking but, about it's just me and you. And then yes. deleting the apps off his phone all dramatic in front and of you. And you didn't like, know no better. But, sweetie, you do not want to go into year two of pining after this nigga who has made it clear that he is only here to be a hoe. He's just here to drop dick off, he just cuddle wants to a little home. bit, and then find the next nigga to drop dick off with and cuddle with. I mean, if it helps, he's in a relationship, like you said, with some nigga who's fucking, I mean, who's on jacked. I mean, <laughs> I guess. Like, you, I don't know. <laughs> it just don't do much for your feelings. That and a weighted blanket might help you sleep at night. Now, look, I'm telling y'all, if you niggas is feeling lonely and you want to be held at night, you might just want to go on Amazon and get you a weighted blanket instead. And all of the comfort and Not security. Not too expensive. With none of the lies. It honestly feels like sleeping in cleavage. It does. <laughs> I love it. And I don't even like titties. And right. I love it. It is so, so nice. comfortable. What is that thing? Um, is it is it called a papoose? A papoose? That women would put their babies in. Oh! Why is was it? I thinking Remy and Papoose? Yeah, I know. Like That's the first <laughs> thing that came up. But isn't that what that's called? I think so. Is that what they're called? The baby carriers? I don't know. Let me look it up. Oh, I'm I'm just thinking of Native American women and their little babies. In oh, it, it is Native called American a papoose. Women? Yeah. I hope I didn't say something racist. No, well, indigenous. Okay. So know. apparently, a papoose is an American English word whose present meaning is a Native American child, not the. Carrier. Oh, so this is a slur. Well. American English. Okay, no, no, no. In no, the I UK, don't trust In this the UK, no the term papoose is... This is the worst thing that happened to Native American people. Okay, so no, no, no. The child carrier is also referred to as a papoose. Like, see, this is a papoose. Okay. That whole That's what I was thinking of. Setup, yes. Is it Native American people that have these? Yes, but I don't know if Native American people call them papoose. Oh, of course they, they do. They almost certainly do not. Of course they do not. <laughs> they are, sorry, Natives, if we slander your so people sorry. in any way. Our best. I don't know what else to call it. Not to be Elizabeth Warren right now, but I am 1.3% Native American. So say it, ancestry. But we can actually look at pictures <laughs> of your family members that you know and be like, oh, yeah. But that's also, like, not how it works. Like, you also have to be part of the community and yeah. like, part of the tribe. It's not just, right. oh, my grandmama was half. And you're like, okay, bitch, whose was it? They don't care. <laughs> so, anyway, what was we talking about? I don't remember. Oh, weighted blankets. Yes. Weighted blankets instead of niggas will save your feelings this You know, I could have just said, like, a Bjorn. 
A Bjorn. I could have just said that. But you know what? I'm glad you said papoose because I remembered that word. And Every- at first I was thinking pupusa, which is the Brazilian food. Have you ever had a pupusa? Oh, nigga, I got to take you to get some pupusas. They are... It's a Brazilian. Sounds like something I never eat. Salvadoran. It's it's like a, a tortilla with a filling inside. Oh, I got to take you to this spot. I'm sold. I don't even know what with, you're talking it's about. It's like but. margaritas and pupusas. It's so fucking good. But anyway... Weighted blankets don't lie. They don't. They not finna tell you where they was lying about where they was at. They not finna wait till you fall asleep to go get. You don't even Instagram. have to wait for them to come home. <laughs> they oh, they wait when you're ready to go to bed. They're ready to go to bed. What's the problem? So just, but really, you're gonna have to cut this nigga off. You do not want to go into year two of being in love. Or infatuated because it's not love with somebody who is not thinking about you. Use the winter time to be in your feelings so that by the time the weather changes and it's all summery and niggas are officially hoeing again, you're ready. But don't get too deep in your feelings. You know, Halloween's coming up. You might be able to find somebody at a party or get together, that sort of thing. You know, go out to to clubs and and get togethers and events and you know put yourself back out there. Don't be worried about this nigga who is clearly not worried about you. That's all I'm saying. Amen. Good luck to you, babe. Our last question comes from, I need a lady's name. Charmel. Charmel says, I'm 26 years old. I live in the DMV. Back in June, I made a friend while I was at the laundromat. He needed help working the washing machine, so I helped him. Wait, he, of course he did. Of course he needed help. I don't even know why. (laughs) Yeah, he did. Sure. He was nice and friendly and had a lot to say about (laughs) politics and racism in this country. Oh, God. I can't say that I was attracted to him, but I was interested in what he had to say. Oh, that's cute. We parted ways and I didn't see him again for about a month. But when I did see him again, he was acting weird like he was flustered, but I let it go. He talked about projects he wants to work on and says he has a goal of waking up black people, which I can respect. He also said, though, that he is a conspiracy theorist. He believes. Oh, boy. So he's (laughs) B.O.B. He believes in the Freemasons running the world and the back of the dollar bill having significance to that theory. He said he had a lot he wanted to teach me and maybe I could meet him at his apartment over the weekend to talk about it. I was not interested in meeting him alone in his apartment while he told me things I don't believe in. Unfortunately, I'd already given him my number. So he texted me that weekend asking if we could get together the next. I told him I would be more comfortable meeting somewhere in public. And he agreed and said he just needed to tell me something beforehand. Uh, so I met up with him Friday after work and he let me know that he has a crush on me is, oh right okay I laughed it off and we went to a coffee shop and he told me more about his nonprofit idea and the other projects but throughout the night he would reiterate that he was interested in me romantically what's wrong with the nigga he's 40 years old not that I think 40 is old by any means but I'm not comfortable with the 14 year age gap old enough to know how to use a washing machine <sighs> Oh my God! What a valid point. How you forty and don't know how to work the fucking like machine? none of them, nigga. They're all pretty much the same. I mean, you have you just never know done how to, this? You just... Right? Okay. Anyway, he's also ready to settle down and have lots of babies, and I'm just not ready. I want to be financially and emotionally stable before I bring any kids into this world. Plus, I'm Christian. He's Muslim. That wouldn't be a problem <laughs> yep. for me. Yep, but he, he thinks Christians are heathens, so I don't even know how that would work. <laughs> Unless he's hoping I would convert, and I'm not interested. So he sounds like okay, right? The next day, he texted me saying he had something important to tell me. And wait, what? Right? Spit it out, nigga. What the fuck? (laughs) I figured it had something to do with him being interested in me, so I found an excuse to not meet up with him. How many people has he killed? (laughs) 
<laughs> I did bump into him at the laundromat. He sat down pies. and told me that he's in love with me and that he wants to marry me. He said it was my little idiosyncrasies that made him fall in love with me. I was flustered, but at the same time skeptical because at this point we'd only known each other for a month and a half. He asked if he could attempt to woo me. And against my better judgment, I said, sure. Over the next week, he would text me first thing in the morning, send me a love song to listen to, and text me goodnight. I thought it was cute, but I felt bad because I knew his efforts were in vain. He realized I wasn't really responding the way he hoped, and he apologized and said he would fall back. And he did. He stopped texting me completely. I saw him doing laundry a couple days later, and he apologized again. It's been a month since then, and even though he said he would fall back, he's still very open with me about how he feels. He'll say that I'm the one that got away, or that if he were closer to my age, he would never leave me alone, or that the only reason he comes to the laundromat is to see me even if he doesn't have laundry to do I'm getting uncomfortable not with his feelings but I feel like I am being a bad person by continuing this friendship I realize he's always going to feel this way and I don't want him to think there's hope by me continuing to talk to him I have already let him know that I like him as a friend so it's not like he doesn't know how I feel my question is should I stop talking to him I know ghosting people isn't nice but I'm wondering maybe if he sees less of me the feelings won't be as intense I don't know what to do here any advice would be greatly appreciated thanks my advice to you... I don't know what name you said. Charmel. Charmel. My advice to you, Char, would be um, to Google the most, like, affordable packing services in your town. Um, box up your things <laughs> and get the fuck out of Dodge. Because that nigga is frightening. You don't tell nobody no shit about no motherfucking conspiracy theories and the back of the dollar bill having history in the assassins versus the Templars and the first civilization and whatever. Like, I don't... And and then you're in love with me and want to marry me? After I already told you I wasn't even interested in dating? And we just met. Girl, this nigga's a weirdo. He's scary. He's a weirdo, sis. I don't... You're coming to the laundromat even when you don't have laundry to do just Mm -hmm. to see me. And I already told you I want you. I don't like you. I'm frightened. He's 14 years older than you are. And if he were your age, he would never leave you alone. He told you that. Sis. Mm, Okay. So, Link, you know what? Let me... Because she actually posted a word the other day. (laughs) Pulling up your dog's Instagram. <laughs> she posted a, like a sermon about red flags. Did she? Did yeah, she, she did. Did she just scroll right through on her phone? She's and... actually like a very, very powerful and moving soul for her age. You know, she's only three. Yeah, so. she, she's so she's so wise. Yeah, far she beyond is. her years. Very. I picked this question because there are so many women who don't know how to say no to men who aren't like. I don't know. It's kind of like if a man is not being outwardly mean or disrespectful, then it's kind of like you struggle with saying no and establishing boundaries. Yeah. I don't have a reason to not let like when you said he wanted the opportunity to woo you and you said yes, even though you knew good and goddamn well you weren't attracted to him. I'm like, like, why? Why? This should have never gone past you know the the laundromat thing when you saw him again and and he was like yeah let's hang out it should have been like oh you know what not interested actually no right so i want you to take some time to yourself to figure out why you decided to keep talking to this person that you're not really interested in why you why you had trouble telling him look i'm not interested and that's all there is to it and you don't get a chance to try to change my mind about it it's just a no it's just a no from me, dog. Even if he weren't doing so in a rather creepy manner. Even though he definitely That would still is. be facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, 
even I, if he wasn't saying all that weird, creepy shit, no. it would still be like, girl, I told you right. I'm, I'm good. And that should just be that. Yeah. You're not a bad person for not wanting to hurt his feelings. However, you are going to have to be plain and clear about the fact that you're not interested and you don't want him to talk to you about anything like don't talk to me about how I'm the one that got away because I was never yours to for to get away from like I didn't escape you because I was never with you I would never go back to that motherfucking laundromat I would go use another one if I can't have somebody just come and pick my shit up or do whatever like I would literally never go to that fucking laundromat again because it seems like that's the only place where y'all run into each other Mm -hmm. so if I don't contact you and I don't wash my clothes there then I'm assuming that I'm not gonna see you for quite some time and hopefully after a while you'll just get the fucking hint and not go back to the laundromat since you don't go there to wash your damn clothes anyway and you don't know how to fucking use a washing machine in the first fucking place that nigga (laughs) is weird he is okay you're not being mean girl oh she lives in the DMV so she probably can't just get up and move out of nowhere yeah no I was joking about that part but I'm saying like I definitely wouldn't go back to that fucking laundromat that's right. if you can get laundry delivery girl you should definitely start or just wash your clothes somewhere else like, but I mean, I because I'm good for sending my laundry out and washing my panties in the sink, <laughs> and, and that being that, because I don't like strangers touching my drawers. Yes, <laughs> but like so true. I get it. But like the from the moment that he said that whole thing about love and marriage, I would have immediately the yeah, brightest red much. flag, and I'm finished. Mm-hmm. But you kept going fine, and then you arrived at I come to the laundromat even when I don't have to do laundry just to see no, someone no, who no. I know don't want to be with. Me. No, Mm-mm. no, no. And he's no. 40. Girl, sorry. 40 years old sweating you like this. I don't like it. I I can't imagine. No shade. I'm sure you're gorgeous. But I can't imagine being pressed over a 26 year old at this point in my life. I just can't. I would not. Me and a 26 year old don't, probably don't have nothing to talk about other than like, you know, worldly events. That is just that. Yeah. And I definitely cannot see myself like being turned down. Like you have tried to be kind about it and he knows that. But you have curved this nigga and he's still making sure that he keeps in touch with you just so you know how he feels. But she's also leaving the door wide open. Right. So, you know? Right. So, that's so what that I'm doesn't saying. help. You have got to figure out why you're reluctant to establish that boundary with him but right. please do it it can't just be this black shit and this non-profit please do idea. not right please do not contact this nigga no more please girl because yeah. what I don't want you to do is just keep going along with things and next thing you know you're in a relationship with somebody you're not even attracted to <laughs> or better yet the next thing you know you're a lifetime movie oh, right, or a segment on ID Network we just don't want that to happen to you sis so good luck you don't stay even safe. want him like, right, you don't he's not even fine like I just don't know. That's a whole... Not that you're not grown, but that man is 40 years old. He was probably fronting like he didn't know how to use the washing machine anyway, just so you would help. Because I just don't know how you don't know how to do that. But Anything's possible at this point. The nigga's like, who is this? Good luck, girl. I would also, like, most definitely never darken the door at that wash house again. <laughs> like, I mean... Not ever. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. That nigga gonna be in there looking left and right <laughs> for weeks. And then he gonna find another 26-year-old girl and pray that she's into his conspiracy Hopefully, theories and right. the earth is flat bullshit. And it won't be... You and you know what? God bless her. Rest. Whoever God she be is. with her. Because oh. that one. <laughs> but it won't be you, girl. It won't be you. All right. Good luck to you. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com and we will be back. 
So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Here feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Okay, so now it is time for our read. It does. It does. <laughs> sure. Sure it does. Okay, so... It's up to you. I think I can first. do this rather quickly. Let's Famous see. last words. Whatever. Yeah. So, Megan Kelly... Um, I knew it. I knew it. You got to be about the <laughs> dizziest... <laughs> White bitch. Um, <laughs> Megan Kelly was on NBC on her show uh, Tuesday. Can't believe that show is still on. Like ha- anyway, so she was on there with three other white folk, and the topic of Halloween costumes came up specifically. Um, a bitch. university. In the UK, I think University of Kent, I think is what it's called. Okay. Um, Some school out there that had like guidelines, do's and don'ts in terms of Halloween costumes, I'm assuming, on their campus. And among those were like, like uh, cowboys, native costumes. uh, I think they said nuns, like whatever Mm -hmm. things that they perceived as. Uh, could possibly be offensive Nazis and things like that obviously right. made the list and so Megan uh, starts and, and just she's just fuming she's she's had it like I don't even like I, Halloween has to be her shit cause she started this off like I've just got some things to say I don't mean <laughs> And so they start to riff on all of this stuff or whatever and why they think it shouldn't be a big deal because, oh my God, you're dressing up as something that you aren't really, whatever. It would have been a whole bunch of white hoopla and nothing mm-hmm. until she pulls up this uh, topic of blackface. She talks about how Luann on one of the best housewives, um, not her specifically, but one of, like the, yes. the city around. Right. Um, how she dressed up as Diana Ross for Halloween and was in blackface and got dragged for it deservingly. Um, And in mentioning this, Megan says something like, you know, when I was a kid, like, blackface, whiteface, like, it was okay as long as you were, like, dressing as da-da-da-da-da. All right. I'm just going to pull over there. Right, because no, it wasn't. (laughs) Megan is almost 48 years old. Okay. Google says she was born in 1970. Oh, you're right. Her birthday's next month. So damn, she's aging pretty well for a white woman. Yeah, 47. I definitely thought 41. <laughs> so 
So you were born and you were a child in the 70s. There ain't no motherfucking square nope. inch. Nope. On God's green and blue. Mm-mm. In 1970, nothing where it was okay to be in blackface. Okay? So you straight up lying off rip. I don't know where the fuck, you know what I'm saying? We're born Champagne, Illinois. That can't be too far from Chicago. Girl. I feel like it's not. It don't matter if this was in Champagne, sweetie. You could have been born in Terabithia, Bikini Bottom, Riverdale. I don't give a fuck with Narnia. I don't care which part you were born in. 1970, niggas wasn't having blackface. It's just like no, that's true. Ages before that, so I don't know what you're talking about. Right. All right. (sighs) Oh no, it's not close to Chicago at all. Never mind. (laughs) My bad. So, I just have a couple of issues with this. First of all, the if you're going to be having a discussion on blackface in Halloween, as we do literally every Halloween. <laughs> Tell them. You could at least have somebody black, someone of color. You're sitting with three other white people also sitting there like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't see the big problem either. I mean, and John Rivers' fucking daughter sitting over there talking about if you wanted to be Diana Ross, you could have just dressed up as Michael Jackson. Shut up, bitch. Because honestly, like, you what? know, I've already like... What? We try to leave you alone because your mama under the dirt, even though we never really, I never really saw for her ass in the first motherfucking place. You know what I'm saying? But bitch, like, don't get too cute. Because mm-hmm. you can always get dragged too. Don't nobody feel sorry for you no more. She been dead. That's first. Secondly, as I said, if you're going to like dive into a topic that you know to be a serious, even if you felt like it was okay when you were a kid, if you were that sheltered in your little Caucasian bubble, bitch, you know today mm-hmm. we don't see it. So if you're going to touch on a topic like that, don't be trying to breeze over it and act like there's nothing wrong with it and everybody's bugging about it, sitting in front of three other white faces, weirdo. Next... Sweetie, here's the thing. To me, Tell racists aren't always hateful. And racists aren't always just ignorant. A lot of racist people are just lazy. Because you motherfuckers, like, you know where a lot of these boundaries are. You know where a lot of these lines are. And you claim to have nothing against black people or trans people or gay people or women or Asian people or whatever. But you consistently find yourselves in places where you are offending people or pissing people off because you never make the effort to understand. It's what like it doesn't matter if I'm like, yeah, I don't have a problem. I feel like trans people should be able to go to the bathroom wherever they want. And I'm just so like I'm totally an ally. If you like make literally no effort to listen to actual people in that community why certain things uh trigger us why certain things are offensive and then actually take what you learn and apply it to your behavior you might as well just stand up with the rest of the racists and say hey me too i'm right here bitch because you're gonna constantly find yourself getting dragged sweetie you either never gave a fuck about the topic of blackface or you were raised by people who were lazy and ignorant and never gave a fuck. Because you, I would assume that you, you know, you are one of these white people who, you know, I don't have anything against the blacks. I love the blacks. <laughs> the blacks. Right? So maybe your mommy, your daddy, your guardians, your whoever, your mima, and then they never really, like, outwardly hated black people. But they definitely never talked about why blackface was wrong. And niggas were in blackface on Halloween in the 70s, mm. in the 80s. It was never 
topic. I feel like for the past couple of Halloweens on this show, we've just had the obligatory hey girls. So in fact, I was gonna do it today because this would be the last episode before Halloween. Yes. So we always are like, hey, quick uh, white reminder. <laughs> <laughs> Before you put on your Luke Cage or your Wakanda outfit or whatever, bitch, oh my you don't not you don't need to put on any Fenty Beauty. Like you don't right. have to do you don't have to put no dark foundation. You don't have to do yeah. any of that. In fact, bitch, if you feel like you needed to put on makeup in order for us to know what you are, the outfit's trash. Put something else on. Yes. You have had countless examples of people, white and other colors, who have dressed up as characters or people of a different race without putting makeup on. We didn't have to question. We immediately looked at them and it's like, oh, you're mm-hmm. fucking this person or you're that person or whatever. Right. Like, we always talk about how Miley Cyrus, you know, before she that drifted mess. off. Yeah, she's gone. When now. she was Nicki Minaj or Little Kim. Really good, or, you know what I'm saying? Yes, those were good costumes that don't require blackface. So, what? Like, like you, your baby can dress up as Shuri or Nakia or Okoye, but do not put brown makeup on her. It's not like it's on the horn. Just let her put on the Dora Milaje outfit and take her little spear and let her go about her day. And you're saving money because you don't have to buy this makeup that you're not going to use for any other month. Like throw away. You like so. The fact that we have said this, not us specifically, Mm -hmm. our only us, but just black people who care for just so, so long. And you, a 48-year-old white woman, (laughs) sitting here like, oh, I just don't. It just proves that y'all don't listen to anything that we say when we talk about this shit. And then you get confused when we're frustrated, when we get upset, when we're angry, when we kneel, when we talk about all of this shit all of the time. You act like you mad tired. Well, then listen, bitch. Like. Like, open up your ears and pay some fucking attention and make a difference. It costs you nothing. Mm. Nothing. Yes. So I, I the last thing I want to say is that I really did not like how she tried to make it like a, a black face, white face thing. Cause more more than once when she talked about blackface, she referenced white face as well. Oh, as if to God. say that there is any sort of equality in offense as far as a white person painting themselves black and a black person painting themselves white once again. <laughs> black people have told y'all the stories of what you bitches have done to us and where blackface came from how it started and why it's wrong you may read any book you can just google blackface and read and read yeah what you can't say that it wasn't a big deal when you were a kid you and your people just didn't give a fuck and maybe you still don't. And old habits die hard. But bitch, bitch my I have black family who grew up in the seventies, and I can tell you for a fact that at no Megan, point if they caught your ass out in the street, had my mama and them seen you in nineteen seventy six or whatever, it would have been so slow. You would have found bitch. out quick it wasn't okay. You wouldn't have went on the north side. Fuck is like you that. talking about? You dizzy as fuck. I heard Al Roker is fuming. <laughs> I know Al is like really. Al wants her gone. <laughs> Y'all better leave Al alone. Okay. Shit. Al Roker was not on multiple episodes of The Proud Family for him to be dealing with this bullshit. <laughs> so that's uh, it. I just uh, for Megan Kelly and, and I. I just don't. 
the plight of black people in this country, and not just in the country, I mean to say the world, of like all of the shit that we have to deal with just simply being black and existing, Mm -hmm. but piled on top of that of us saying these things all of the time and having to repeat it. Like anybody with a parent, like I'm sure you've had a moment where your parent at some point in your life explained to you how pissed it made them to have to say something more than once to your ass. Like, I know many of you Caucasian people probably didn't get a switch to your ass for having to be told twice or three times to do something. But at the very least, somebody raised their voice. (laughs) In the house after the third time that they had to tell you to turn off the Nintendo or get in the fucking bed or whatever, Hannah. So, like, (laughs) imagine niggas having for hundreds of years to have to say the same fucking thing. Over and over. Over and over. We do this every year. And still, on Halloween, some white person will think it's funny and post on Instagram how they put on... They T'Challa face. Right. Or, uh, I don't know. And the guy on the panel. Somebody else. The guy on the panel said something like, you know, I, you know, love freedom of speech in America and blah, 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 blah. And he feels like you, if you do, basically, if you do dress up like a moron, you have to be willing to take the criticism and, you know, like what comes along with it or whatever. But people should still be free to dress up like morons. You are. And I'm like, right. Okay, so wear your blackface. Right. But when you get dragged, don't come on the next episode of your show and be like, I just want to say two words. I am sorry. Like, don't <laughs> that, bitch, stand up in your sorry. racism. When you get dragged for it, be like, yeah, I really wanted to do it. I don't give a fuck. At least that. You're knocking on the door at 50 and want to tell me you didn't understand blackface. Shut bitch, please. Bitch, please. Fuck. Megyn Kelly is garbage. Uh, I can't believe that show is still on. Who even watches it? I didn't even know that she was still a thing. Yeah, remember? Because Donald Trump said something mean to her one time or something. Oh, right. And that's why we all know who she is now. There we go. Remember when she said Santa and Jesus were white? So if you and your feelings about it, you need yeah, to get over it. Yeah, I do it. remember that. Fuck Megyn Kelly. Garbage What a fucking bitch. dumbass. <laughs> like... I saw that clip like so I don't even have time. Why are y'all even talking about blackface with no black people? The blackest face on camera was the random lady in the audience who was sitting right <laughs> over her shoulder. Who was making all kinds of very strong expressions. Like, what? expressions. What and I saw one black lady in the audience who was like, I'm not clapping. I'm not doing nothing for this. In y'all fact, I don't even know me. why I'm here. Right. To be honest with you. We was in town on vacation and we just got some tickets. But oh no, you got me fucked up. Mm-hmm. Girl, get a grip. You're a fucking dumbass. I can't wait to never see you again. Hey, man. Huh, is that it? Yep. Okay. My read this week goes out to Miss Theodry Caruth. <sighs> if you don't know who that is, <clears throat> she is the mother of Ray Caruth. Ray Caruth has spent the past 19 years in prison. Work. For the murder of his baby mama, um, who was seven months pregnant at the time. Thankfully, she did not die instantly. She was able to call 911 and got to the hospital, which is the only reason her son's life was spared. But she did pass away a few weeks after that. It's very weird for me to remember this story clearly and to now see Ray Caruth getting out of prison. Because I just feel like 19 years is not long enough for the murder of your baby mama. I just feel like it isn't. But anyway, Ray Caruth is out of jail now. A lot of us are very disgusted about it. But um, his son... 
uh, how do I say this? So uh, after his mother was shot, he was losing blood and oxygen in the womb. And so now he has, I think, some developmental disabilities, that sort of thing going on that he, you know, deals with. It's his life. His grandmother, his mother's mother, obviously <laughs> raised him. Out of prison. The Audrey um is giving interviews first of all she's very excited because her Why? son's finally getting out she says it's a joy she can't put into words it's it's real and it's true and it's going to happen and all this time i've just wondered why me why my son because you're sorry. sis I'm sorry. because your son set up a hit on his baby mama that's why him had he just paid his fucking child support like every other nigga who's out here raw dogging and getting girls pregnant, then he would not have spent the past 20 years in jail, would not have lost, you know, obviously his Can't career really and all his nigga. money. I'm sure his his defense ate up any dime he had. So, however, that is not what pissed me off about the Audrey. I actually do expect most mothers to be excited for their kids to get out of jail, regardless of what their kids did. Right. However, she went on to say how upset she is at her grandson's other grandmother um, because he suffers from cerebral palsy now after his mother was shot four times. And so she's saying how over the past several years, she's gone to court four different times to try to get joint custody and that she was tried as Ray Carruth and not the Audrey. And people have been judging her and she's not allowed to have a relationship with her grandson because his grandmother is being inconsiderate and, and won't let her see him or have custody. And, you know, she has been sentence to and all this other shit and i'm just like okay so hold on hold on girl because she because she then said we're older now we're grandmothers this boy has only heard one side of what happened he's never heard from his father and i think he's owed that as a young man but didn't girl i hate mm. Your grandson, Chancellor, could have had so many opportunities to hear from his father. He could have heard so many sides of the story. He could have learned from his father, spent quality time. Had his daddy not shot and killed his mother while he was in utero. You see how it always comes back to that? You see how Ray's own actions contributed to him not having a relationship with his son? I can't say that I would want to get to know the nigga who took my mama from me before I could even get to know her i cannot say that i would ever want probably wouldn't be interested to be in your life right he's 19 years old at this point he can make his own decision about whether he wants to see his sorry ass daddy and i think a few months ago his grandma slash caregiver said uh we're actually not interested she was gonna take him up to the jail and then i guess he didn't want to go no more so they didn't go no more there you go that was all there is to that that's all i needed to hear I don't give a fuck about him only, quote, hearing one side of the story. When your side of the story is, my son murdered your mama and caused the disability that you have. Now, I'm not even trying to do like a whole pity him because he's disabled sort of thing, because I don't think disabled people live pitiful lives. I don't think that. But this child was robbed of so many opportunities and the chance to know his own fucking mama because of your son's actions. So then turn around and be like, I don't understand why you would want to keep him from me. What's the big deal? Bitch, are you joking? That baby could have died. He could have very easily, and I'm sure that was actually Ray's goal. So don't tell me about how he wishes he had a relationship with his son and he, now people are talking about, there was a 
a rumor coming out when he was getting out of jail that he was going to try to get custody but I don't know how you can get custody <laughs> of a 19 year old I guess he just wants to have a relationship with this boy but it's like you're you're really pushing it tough tits because you tried to kill me remember when you killed the thing I was inside that living breathing being I was inside of remember Child. when you killed her and I was dependent on her for oxygen and blood so my shit got cut off you remember that you remember how you did that how is anybody acting like Ray Carruth is someone to be sympathized or empathized just, with in this? You do not deserve a relationship with your son. You deserve to never see that boy again because you tried to take him off this earth. You deserve to never, ever get to know him and what sort of person he is. You deserve that. You truly do. You deserve a lot worse. And I, you deserve to still be in jail. I can't believe Ray Carruth is out. What right. the fuck? Like, you should honestly just take that. <sighs> And run with it. Ray Cruz should just honestly call on Jesus if he picks up. He should just be glad he's and out. And talk, talk it out with him. Go like, live your life somewhere, you know, in the sticks, you know, very quietly. Don't join Instagram or anything else. Just leave us alone and your move on with too. your life. Your, your mother as well, your please. Mother especially. Because I don't... I don't care if the boy does not want to get to know you, doesn't want to see you, didn't want to be there when you got out of jail. Then he does. He just doesn't have to. I hate when they be interviewing like these like killers and terrorists and their mamas and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Because, of course, a lot of these people are going to be sympathetic because it's their cable. Bitch, I'm not going to sympathize with you. Like, feel those things in private. I don't care. I'm not going to feel bad for your kid. I'm not going to feel bad for you, sis. Like, I'm not. Just go away, honestly. I don't have nothing nice to say. But what like I don't. Yeah, I don't understand what's confusing. Right. Well, so the boy's grandma said that she forgave Ray Caruth a long time ago because she had time. Because well, she did, and also that you know sitting in the unforgiveness was you know poisoning her and I'm not sure. him and all that. So, but I can't. I understand not being able to have a relationship with somebody who can't even acknowledge the harm that they did. At no point right. over the past twenty years. Has Ray Carruth said, you know what? I did it. It's not some drug deal gone bad. Because that was, that was the original story that he backed out of a drug deal. So his baby mama got shot as like retribution sort of thing. Right. Okay. So somebody else did you that quote unquote favor? Really? Because that just don't make sense, Ray Carruth. It don't. So I don't blame this boy for being like, hey, you have actually never admitted the thing that you did so why would I like that's the very basics of what you have to do in order to ask for forgiveness and repair or build a relationship with somebody clearly don't need you if you can't even acknowledge what you did then we literally have nothing to talk about fuck Ray Carruth and fuck his dusty ass mom too <laughs> like bitch I get that's your baby and you glad that he's out of jail but the rest of us don't have to give a we fuck don't about your and don't and don't the fact that that baby lived and has a relationship with his grandma, I know is the joy of her life. Because I can't even fathom my daughter being pregnant and you so it's such an exciting time in her life and she wants to have this baby. Right. How dare you even mention me, And bitch. here your selfish ass go, thinking about a check. How Where'd dare your check you even go talk when you was me, in the pri- Where'd your check go when you was in federal prison for 19 years? How did that work out for you, you dumbass bitch? I'd have my attorney send a letter that just says, keep my name out your mouth. <laughs> And he talking about there's nothing I can ever say or do to right my wrongs because y'all going to always consider me the bad guy. We don't care. Y- you are. Because you're the goddamn bad guy, nigga. You're a murderer. You literally what had are you this talking woman about? shot. I like, don't get it. I... <laughs> it's wild to me how niggas would be like, so... how, you go, how you just going to be mad at me for doing you wrong? Like, what? 
it. I'm just sorry. like that. What? Straight like that, you dumbass. You must think I'm as insane as you. All right. Well, on that note, I'm done with my read. That okay. is going to wrap up this week's episode of The Read. Check us out on social media at This Is The Read. Our website is thisistheread.com. Uh, thank you so much to everybody who came out to our live show in Philly on Sunday. Yeah, and the two ladies that hit on Crystal. Okay, so one of them didn't. <laughs> she said she just had a question and she asked it awkwardly and it came out like that. But then the other oh, one did. But anyway, yeah. it doesn't matter. Uh, we will be in Queens at the Work It Festival on November 13th. Tickets to that and the rest of our shows in Nashville, Denver, Seattle, and Miami are available at thereadlive.com. Kit Fury, any news this week? Um, Trilloween. Just a few. Well, technically, Trilloween is tomorrow in New York City. Oh my God, it is. When by the time this comes out, yeah, that one sold out. Um, as you do, you know. If you'd like to come to Trilloween in Los Angeles on Sunday the twenty eighth, there's still some tickets available for that on Trilloween.com. Um, I'm not sure if we're going to do tickets at the door, but I'll definitely keep y'all posted. I think it's a no, but I will check. Okay. Um, mentioned the WNYC thing. Yeah. I think yes. Yep. The WNYC thing. Uh, uh, right. At the knockdown center in Queens. So in yeah. Queens. I don't think we have, is that, do we have an acronym? Are we done with news this week? I feel like we're missing something. What are we missing? Oh, don't forget to take your ass out and vote. <laughs> oh yeah, my acronym is V O T E. Vote or very over Trump's era. Very over. Tr- okay. Oh, I see what you did because the acronym is vote. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I got you, nigga. <laughs> Please go. Go vote. Have a voting party. I don't care if you like. Take people with you. You know, I was gonna I say pre-game, but post-game. Oh yeah, like, don't get drunk beforehand. Vote with like the anticipation that you're gonna get <laughs> fucked up as a group afterwards. Like whatever it takes to get everybody yes. out. But be sober when you go so that you make sure you pull yes. the lever in the right, right. direction. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, whatever it takes, bitch. Get your ass up and go out there. We're tired. Yes. We're dying. Even though Republicans may very well steal the election, especially in Georgia. We see what's happening, you sons of bitches. We see it. Yeah, they really it don't the want my time. they really don't want my girl Stacy to win. They really don't want somebody for the people out here. Yeah, but, they hate her. But yes, please if you are in a if you have just please y'all, please look at just, the world. Look at what we're li- look at what we're living with. You have to just everything is trash. Don't fall under the idea that you can't make a difference or it doesn't make a difference or oh the world is shit anyway. It's not gonna matter. Right. Or, Even though oh, everything is super overwhelming. Stay, yeah. And it can feel that way. I get it. I like I I get it. Overstand. And I'm still going to vote. But I'm still going to vote. In fact, I'm going to vote in Florida. Yes, that almost makes me wish I kept my registration in Oklahoma just so I could kind oh, of I make a blue. Oh, I needed it. Although, you know, I really don't feel like my... Well, but you know what? You never know. Oklahoma is kind of starting to get bluish. I think they just legalized uh, medicinal marijuana, I think. What? The, yeah. Come so, on, progress. <laughs> maybe, maybe. It would be a miracle, but I just hope... You know, I hope everybody has started this shit. I hope we're all over it. But anyway. Uh, well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go take my ass down to yes. the penis state. Go vote <laughs> for my nigga, Andrew. Oh, my God. I was watching a debate the other day where he was like, I'm not calling your man racist. I'm just saying racist think he's racist. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo. <laughs> Uh, black people 
are everything, and we will see y'all next week. Bye. Hey guys, Sean Hayes here. Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and I had a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to sit down with not one, not two, but three presidents of the United States on our recent episode of Smartless. That's because President Biden, a returning guest, brought two of his favorite pals, former Presidents Bill Clinton and Barack Obama, all joined us for unforgettable conversation. It's a historic episode of Smartless as we pry into the minds of these remarkable leaders. We'll cover everything from their time in office, America's responsibilities in the world, and their personal passions in an episode full of some candid stories, insightful perspectives, and a few surprises along the way. Whether you're a political junkie or just curious about the inner workings of the Oval Office, this episode is a must listen. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to hear from three of the most influential figures in recent American history. Follow Smartless on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also listen to Smartless ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts.